Game three of a four-game set, and we're in July. The first game in July for the Healdsburg Prune Packers. They are 17 and two on the season, and they welcome the Walnut Creek Crawdads to town for game three of this four-game series. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Fairbell. Dylan Cattengill will join me in a moment. But the Prune Packers are looking for win number five in a row. They've taken the first two games of the series, both one-run victories, five to four on Tuesday night, four to three last night. They look to win the series here tonight at Rec Park. We've got a great crowd filing in, and it's going to be a good night of baseball. On the mound for the Prune Packers will be Spencer Hines, left-hander out of Weatherford, Texas, making his first start of the season, but it'll be his fourth appearance. And on the year so far, he's 1-0 with 1.68 ERA. He's thrown just five and a third innings, allowing three hits, walking seven, while also striking out seven. And I only asked Joey Gums one question before the game today, and it was, What's the state of the Hillsborough Prune Packers? Let's hear what he had to say to that answer. And also, we will be replaying our interview with CCL Commissioner Rick Turner, which we recorded on Sunday, and you'll hear that as well. Welcome back to Rec Park. I'm here with manager Joey Gomes. And Joey, one question for you today. That's all you got to answer. <laughs> What's the state of the Prune Packers as we hit July 1st? Well. We're gonna we're gonna find out, you know, if if these guys are gonna pretend to be tired, or or we can we can you know come together, play the game the right way, not exert energy, do the things you got to do, uh, and continue playing you know fundamental type baseball. Um, I know I sounds cliche. I wish I had cooler stuff to say on, <laughs> on your show, but I mean that's the thing. Like it, it like I'm today. I actually had a conversation with a guy saying this is not a grind. This is not a grind. It's it's not a grind because even if you played in the spring and you came out to this two month deal in the summer, you're you're only you're only like three months into your pro season. Like just you know, organize organize your energy a little bit better, have a little bit better food routine, sleep routine, sleep cycle. Um, you know, um, show up early, show up on time. Get your work in, do your thing, but it's almost like can you hit play every day where it almost just becomes like literally like this time I do this, this time I do this, this time. And then when the game time comes, you know, I tell the guys, I go, I, I don't know how to coach, you know, certain certain things, but we need to not mess the game up. You know, yeah. don't mess the flow of the game up. Like keep it going like that. And when you get to play every day, you get an opportunity to see those kind of things um, uh, uh, happen with guys. So that's the state of the team is I'm, I really hope that we just, you know, Keep this train moving in the right direction. All right, Joey, thank you. Thank you. Welcome back to Rec Park. I am joined by California Collegiate League Commissioner Rick Turner. Rick, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, pleasure is all mine. So uh, you've been telling me a little bit off the air. You've kind of gone around. Uh, you went to the Lincoln Potters game last Sunday against the Solano Mudcats. You're, of course, here in Hillsburg uh, to take on uh, to take in the Prune Packers and the Potters today. Uh, first off, coming you know out of a pandemic and getting back into CCL play, how important has that been for you? I know you just came on, but just to see baseball back in the summertime, how, how great must that feel for you? Oh, it's tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. The You know, the ball hitting the glove, uh, ball to bat, um, and fortunately we're able to have fans out. It, it's just tremendous. And yeah, getting out to the ballparks live, you can watch sports on TV, just doesn't do it justice. Sure, <laughs> there's like crazy excitement around the College World Series. I'm certainly not downplaying that, but in comparison to be being at a ballpark live, uh, there's really not much that 
that matches mm-hmm. it. You just came on a couple months ago, and you know, you, what what's something different you want to see done in this league? You know, you're kind of observing throughout this first year, and then after that, is there something you want to see changed in the CCO, or maybe something that you want to improve in this league? So, good question. I'm glad you added that last piece. Right now, there's nothing I want us to do different. What I'm looking for is where we need to improve, where our blind spots are, uh, where our weaknesses are, and make sure we improve on those. And then ultimately, the the league is a baseball development opportunity for for players and coaches, uh, actually interns as well. But uh, really the emphasis is on making sure we provide the the best possible opportunity for the player development. So we want to continue to do you know, improve, uh, enhance when and where possible. I know you, you know, when we talked off the air about, you know, obviously the development on the field is most important, but you know, we also talked about opportunities off the field for, you know, people like myself, for other interns maybe working in social media or just game day operations. Uh, how important is it to kind of grow that aspect? So I think California Collegiate League has really good baseball players on the field, and now uh, it's a time to really maybe start maybe giving a little more focus to those positions off the field and growing it in that sense. I think we'll at least pay closer attention to what we're doing in the off-field, but ultimately we want to make sure we do not take our eye off of the product on the field, uh, that we're putting the players in in the best possible atmosphere, uh, safe, solid ballparks, well-qualified umpires, crews, and you know the, some of the uh, ballparks have a, some subtle nuances, which we're sitting in one, right? This is just tremendous to play with not cookie-cutter dimensions, right? Uh, some unique stands and, and layout. Uh, that's really important for the players to experience, but it, it also has to be safe, right? You, you know, uh, but yes, the secondarily, we want to make sure that the, the hardworking men and women in internships and off-field are uh, networking, are connected to the people that uh, many of our coaches and GMs know to help further their careers, right? We don't, we don't want them to have a, a great summer here and then get thwarted in every effort to stay working in, in sports. Have, you, have something stood out to you as you've kind of made the rounds? Back here at Rec Park, we're just about ready to get going. Game three of this four-game set, I welcome in my partner for the night, Dylan Cowngill. Dylan, thanks for being here. You know, Mike, I'm, I'm excited to be here. It's a great night for baseball. It's warm, and we are ready to go. Well, Jake Brandell, he's ready to go. Spencer Hines is ready to go. He winds and let's do it from Healdsburg. And the first pitch is inside ball one. We are underway. First pitch, 6.02 p.m., 81 degrees is your temperature. The six foot four lefty looking good. 1-0 pitch on the way in there for a called strike. 0-1, or 1-1 now the count. Off the rip, looking fluid, and stepping into those first two pitches thrown hard. Ein's last pitch on June 18th against the Seals went two innings, allowed five runs, but none of those were earned. And this pitch is up and away two and one, and I'll tell you why. The Packers committed nine errors in that game, and all nine runs scored by the Seals were unearned. So in that two innings of work, he allowed one hit, walked three, struck out two. 
And a 2-1 pitch popped up left side. Runyon in foul territory. Just down the left field line. Makes the catch for the first out. Looks like that one got on in his hands, Mike. Just jammed him up and got him under the ball there to pop up right, right outside of third base. Crawdads coming to the action today. 8-12 and 12 on the season. They've lost three straight. Nine games back of the Packers. That brings up Seth Darter. Lefty on lefty matchup and pitch misses just a bit outside for ball one. 33 stepping into the box. Got an open stance. It's lefty on lefty. He's going to be clean. 1-0 pitch. Again, misses outside. Same spot. So it's 2-0 on the Walnut Creek second baseman. He's at 296. One homer, 11 RBIs. Got an at-bat last night. Was 0-1. for 1. And the 2-0 pitch on the way. Swung on. Hit sharply up the middle into center field for a base hit. First hit of the game for the Crawdads. And that'll bring up the designated hitter, Diego Muniz. And Mike, that was just a good swing he put on that ball. Went inside out there. That was a middle third pitch, but he was able to just barrel it up and take it right back up the middle. That was that was a textbook swing of the bat right there. Muniz, one for four last night. Comes in at 333. Two homers, 11 RBIs. Four doubles. And the first pitch to the right-handed hitter, a big swing and a miss, 0-1. Manise was scratched from Tuesday's game with a bad back, was back in the lineup last night, and again back in the lineup here tonight. Like you said earlier, Michael, the stat about those earned runs, he's actually pitched very well with efficient numbers this season, and he's, and he's off locating on that outer third so far. Looking all right. And a breaking ball in there for a called strike. Muniz didn't think so, but it's quickly 0-2. It was a good pitch, but he actually left that up. That curveball was sitting a little high in the zone. Uh, he got away with one there. Hines working from the third base side of the rubber. Muniz right-handed hitter, open stance. The 0-2 pitch in the dirt. Schusler stays in front of it. One ball and two strikes. Packers coming in 17-2, winners of four straight, hoping to take the series tonight. They've taken the first two. Game three tonight, game four tomorrow afternoon at St. Mary's College, a 4 p.m. first pitch. Hines winds and deals the 1-2, swung on a little bloop, center field, McMillan out in short center to make the catch for out number two. Jammed him up there, but Mike, this guy on the mound, Hines here, has got that compact lefty stretch delivery. He's looking over to first. He's keeping that guy close. 33, two hitters not able to get much of a lead over there. Um, he's looking good at keeping that runner on and close over at first base. Very compact move, slides to the, slides to the plate very smoothly. First pitch to Chase Dabbs is in there for a called strike, going one. Dabs pitched last night and actually took the loss. And the pitch drifts outside, one ball and one strike. Right on top of that curveball there. That's that bats looked good though. He's, he, he missed that pitch outside and down where you want to miss with that curve, but he's still able to locate to both righties and lefties on that outer third, Mike. That's looking good in the first inning, even with the base hit back up the middle. 
One ball, one strike, two out, one on. And the pitch misses outside, two balls and one strike. Dabs at 263, no homers, two RBIs, has scored four runs. And on the mound, he's made three appearances, a 9.81 ERA in three and two-thirds innings. Limited amount of at-bats, but he's up in the order. 2-1 pitch, in there for a called strike at the upper half of the zone. Two balls and two strikes. I've said it once, but I'll, I'll say it again early. I mean, that, that pitch was right there on that outer third, caught the black, and uh, again, he seems to be locating to these lefties on that, on that outer third, Michael. It's looking good so far. Still able to keep that runner close over at first, looking over. It's Darter at first, the 2-2 pitch, swinging a slow roller to second. Targic comes in, Fields throws to first in time to end the inning. No runs, one hit, one left, and at the end of half an inning, no score from Rec Park. Here on the Hillsburg Broom Packer Radio Network. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I never get back. And RC, a big bouncing ball. Kane's coming to the plate. It's glove to throw home. It's slide. He's safe. Ball game. The Brewers win. Family field. What a start to the season. Man, three in the ninth. Scoring one of the ten. And the pitch. Over toward third. And it's yes. over the head of Riley down the left field line. Harper scores easily. Gene Segura was a man on a mission. Let the season begin. on this Angel roster this year. Wall sends it well out to left center field. And it's gone! Two one. He got Just it! Just like that! The Hollywood script continues! Akil Badu wears a crown to give the Tigers the win! He rips it! It's up the middle! And the Nationals walk off the Braves on opening day! That one's driven to right field. Rosarena backing up, backing up. It's over his head! It's over his head! And the Red Sox are going to win the game! The Rosarena never got himself in a position where he could make a play on that. What a ball game. That should do it. Taylor's not going to get it. Canada's going to trot home, and the A's are going to lock Jesse Lopez will lead things off for the Prune Packers. And the bottom of the first inning, no score. Jesse Lopez steps in absolutely just banging right now, hitting 431 on the season. The, the win streak the Packers are on, he's been able to get on base, score a bunch of runs. In 58 at-bats, he has 25 hits. Lopez, out of this leadoff spot, has just been absolute money so far to start the season. On the mound for the Crawdads, Gabe Turner. The big right-hander winds and deals. First pitch swing is Lopez. High chopper to third, fielded nicely by Werner. He throws across the diamond in time. One pitch, one out for turn for uh, Gabe Tanner. Aggressive coming into the box, swinging at that first pitch. Just got on top of it there. Just, just got out in front of that bottom half of the bat and hit a real high chopper. But aggressive coming in, swinging the bat immediately. Good pitch to swing at, just got in front of it. 
Tanner making his second start. This will be fourth appearance on the mound. 0-1 with a 3.37 ERA in five and a third innings. Has allowed six hits, struck out nine, and has walked three. He winds Neal's first pitch to Runyon upstairs, ball one. Tanner last pitched against the West Coast Kings on June 26th, went two innings. So didn't allow a hit or run, struck out four batters in a perfect two innings, and the pitch inside, one ball and one strike on Runyon. And that didn't look like there was any intent. That really got up on his hands there, but that was more of a get-me-off, and he just lost control of that one a little bit. Guns actually 2-0 on Runyon. Wines and deals. Inside again, Runyon has to turn out of the way. 3-0. Batting 2-22 coming in. Nine strikeouts, three walks. Running likes to swing the bat here at the top of the lineup. We'll see. 3 0 pitch in there for a called strike. 3 and 1. Mike, Runyon was 0 for 2 last night. Walked, struck out twice. Yeah, it was a good pitch to take. That was low outside, barely caught the plate. Brown pitch upstairs, ball four. Runyon walks. He'll reach base for Austin Post. Good at bat, smart at bat. Got two pitches that almost clipped his jersey there. Put him up early and was able to execute, take a pitch, get on base. It's a good at bat. Post was two for five last night. Had a big two-run double. It gave the Packers the lead. On the year, hitting 222. No homers, five RBIs. And throw over to first, diving back is Runyon. Boast like Runyon, another guy at the top of this lineup that would rather swing than walk. We just saw Runyon take a walk, but these are two guys that really do come into the box looking to get hits. And a pitch outside, ball one, breaking ball, drifting away. One ball and no strikes. We're in the bottom of the first, no score. From Rec Park, historic Rec Park, in our 100th year. Boast pops it up. Third base side foul territory. Warner giving chase, coming back into fair territory, and the ball drops, but it dropped in foul territory. Warner ended up in fair territory, but the ball dropped just to the left of the third base line. So that's nothing, just more than a strike. One ball and one strike on Boast. Mike, what a play that was. That ball was in the air for a while, man. 45 feet right down that third base line, and he must have lost it in the sun. I couldn't really tell what happened there, but he came in and it just fell right behind his head, just out of play. So Post gets a break. He'll get another chance. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. Another throw over to first, and diving back just in time is Runyon. Other action tonight, Lincoln Potters will be at the Yuba Sutter Gold Sox. That'll be played at Calusa Casino Stadium. And the throw over to first gets away from the first baseman, Dabs. Going to second is Runyon. It's a third time the throw. Third time Tanner is thrown over. And finally the ball gets away from Dabs. I was going to say, Mike, he had him diving on those. He was looking to get him while he was leaning there. And he kept going back. Every play was close. But that one throw a little bit low and... Throw over there, uh, just got away from the first baseman on that backside of his glove, and runner advances. Three hitter up, runner on second. One ball, one strike, the pitch. Breaking ball in there for a called strike, one and two.
Anyways, the Potters and the Gold Sox are going to begin at around 7 p.m. at Calusa Casino Stadium. So one and two on Bose. Runyon on second. He walked and advanced on an errant pickoff throw. The pitch swung on. So chopper in front of the plate. Griffin out in front and throws to first in time. Bose retired. Actually tried to apply the tag but missed. Had to make the throw to first. Running to third is Runyon. So score that a 2-3 put out. And then I'll bring up Ryan Targich. The 2-3 put out almost could have gone in as a SAC there in the scorebook, but gets the runner over to third. Productive at-bat for the Packers. Runner on third. See if they can bring him home. Target switch hitter batting left. It was 0-3 last night. Walked twice, struck out twice. Center fielder shifted about 10, 20 feet out of his original position playing the pull. Right fielder not playing the line, holding that gap down, closing it. First pitch swinging to target, chasing on the right side, through four, base hit into right field. Runyon can walk home. It's an RBI single for Ryan Target, one nothing Packers. And Mike, that's that's just a classic finding a hole. Strong top hand, being able to come through and just pull a pitch through the gap right there. Situational hitting. That looked really good from him on the left side. Targets is responsible for the first Packer run. And then I'll bring up Kimball Schusler. Yeah, and Targets over there on first base, Mike, batting 340 this season. An absolute run machine. 18 hits, 19 runs, gets on base. So let's see what we can he can do here to see if he can add to that total. First pitch to Schusler is in there for a strike. Actually dropped at home plate by Griffin. And the count's 0-1. Rare situation. Uh, many ums don't like to call that dropped, <laughs> that dropped pitch, but that one was in there. Looked good. As, good a as a catcher, I liked it. As a hitter, I hated it. <laughs> Mike, what a night for baseball, huh? Here at Rec Park, floating just at 80 degrees. Mm -hmm. Beautiful day out here. You know, we've had some hot days, but this is not one of them. Absolutely gorgeous. As Schusler swings and fouls it, third base side into the Packer dugout, actually caught by Seth Nagers in the hole. Schusler's really jumping up at the plate. He was way in front of that. Got caught off guard with with what that with that breaking ball there. But he is he is up there looking to swing the bat. There's a lot of freedom in that last tackle. I'll tell you that. Good lead over at first. 0-2 pitch, just missed low, maybe a bit outside as well. One ball and two strikes. Target over first, no steals on the season, but taking a good lead. Tanner on the mound with count leverage here. See if he goes back to that breaking ball. Swing and a miss, strike three. Schusler down on strikes, chased out of the zone to end the inning. One run, one hit, one left. And at the end of an inning of play, one nothing Packers here on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. One season. This afternoon, and the A's win it in 10 innings by a final score of four. One, two coming. And the slider in there, strike three. Hit him. 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 Hit But he didn't move. Broken bat roller, throw to second, and it hits the runner! Here comes Madrigal! 
the out at second base is irrelevant at that point because Madrigal is the winning run. His sixth pitch. Up the middle and through. Ramon Arias scores Rio Ruiz. The Orioles win their first home game in 2021. And VR hits one of the air to left field. That'll win the game. McCutcheon watches it sail by him. In the score comes McNeil with a game-winning run. Pete Alonzo with the tying hit. Jonathan VR. Breaking ball high in the air. Hicks ranging back at the wall, at the track. Get out of here. God, a walk-off home run for Bill Bichette. It only took him 86 games to get to 50 career extra base hits. Broken bad line drive, and the Braves win it. Dansby Swanson picks on the first pitch. And the Braves come back again and beat the Marlins. RBI of the season. To short center, down for a hit. Well, if you heard some music as I was heading out of the inning, that's the Hillsborough Community Band making their first appearance here at Red Park this season. We appreciate them being out here. It's always nice. Fun atmosphere makes everything all that better. Game atmosphere as we head to the second inning, one nothing Packers, and I'd like to shout out our sponsor of the game, Surface Art Countertops. Thank you for your support of the Healdsburg Bruin Packers. And top of the second inning begins. Hines winds and deals. First pitch to Trevor Warner inside ball one. And we are underway. Trevor Warner out of Stanford, probably the crawdads. Most productive offensive player this year, really swinging the bat well coming into this one. 1-0 pitch inside, two balls and no strikes. Warner was one for three last night, scored a pair of runs, walked twice. Warner, six for three, 215 pound right hand hitter out of Texas A&M. Swings and hits one on the ground to third. Runyon fields to his left, throws to first in time. Four out number one. Good play there. Solid all around. Moved his feet really well to slide to that ball. Good sidestep over to first. Got rid of it. Good arm. Nice play. Bring up Hayden's shot. Left hand header. Hit 281. No homers. 10 RBIs. Pair of extra base hits. Double and triple. Scored eight runs. And a pitch in the dirt. Bounces in front of the plate. Gets by Schuster to the backstop. One ball and no strikes. Shot was two for five last night. Didn't score any runs, didn't drive in any runs. 1 0 pitch on the way. Lefty on lefty is outside. Two balls and no strikes. This lefty on lefty matchup, we've seen it before tonight, but he really likes to favor that outside, see if those lefties want to keep that shoulder in. 2 0 pitch misses. Then inside, three balls and no strikes. Went back to that same place, Michael. He's really trying to force this hitter to stay in the box. He's got an open stance. It's a challenge pitching right now, but he's missing the zone. 3-0 pitch, got the green light, fouls it away, left side, out of play. 3-1 the count. Hines up there, very traditional wind-up motion. 6'3", 6'4", has got a lot of power behind it, a lot slower than slide step. Chopped to the right side, Targic gets a wicked hop, throws to first in time to end uh, for 
out number two, excuse me, not end the inning yet. Takes three in this league. Now bring up Dalton Mayshore. Mike, you said it, that ball had a ton of topspin on it. When it first hit the dirt coming out of the grass there, it took a dive on him and he actually shot his glove down at the ball, made a beautiful stab. Nice throw over to first, good play by the second baseman, Tarnich. Mayshore got one up at last night and walked off the bench. First pitch right down the middle, strike one on Mayshore. Mayshore, the seven hitter, playing center field tonight for the Crawdads. Mayshore out of St. Mary's College at 235. No homers, five RBIs, and a big swing and a miss. Count quickly 0 and 2. It's a good pitch sequence. Hines got ahead. Got away with one that first pitch down the middle, but came back with a beautiful changeup on that outside corner. Get him 0-2. Wines and deals on the inside corner. Strike three call. Mayshore down looking and actually kicks some dirt toward the home plate umpire. I'm surprised he has, wasn't thrown out there. Used his left foot, actually kicks some dirt toward the home plate umpire. Maybe he didn't see it, but that'll end the inning. One, two, three, second for Spencer Hines. And at the end of an inning and a half, one nothing Packers on the Healdsburg from Packer Radio Network. That's in the air, right center field. Reds win it. Tyler Stevenson delivers. Suarez scores. One of those games where it's how in the world did we win that ball game? Oh, there we go, baby. Deep left center field. Splash, and it's over. Their walk-off by their star, Salvador Perez. Smokes oh. this one into left field. Around the third is Dubois. Here comes Jazz. He's on a scare. And Jorge Alfaro. And this one into left field. Base hit, and the Rangers win it. Nate Lowe delivers his 16th RBI of the season. Feel good. First walk-off hit in nearly two seasons. And Andrew Lights went into left field with base hit. Harper around third, heading for home. The throw by Dickerson is not in time. A breath. The Giants are getting the baseball. And the pitch. Arise has it. Not an easy play. His Torn Montgomery will lead things off for the Prune Packers. Bottom of the second, they lead it 1 0. On the RBI single by Ryan Targich. Montgomery, good eye at the plate. 14 walks on the season to 18 strikeouts. Great ratio there, stepping in. Montgomery one for five last night, struck out a pair of times, and he takes a strike right down the heart of the plate, 0-1. Pitch was up there in the zone, but definitely below the letters, Michael. I bet you uh, wishes he had that one back. That was a good pitch to swing at. And the 0-1 pitch inside, no ball, or one ball on one strike, rather. Montgomery, Nager, and McDonald. One-one pitch drifts a bit outside. Two balls on one strike. 
Montgomery for the Prune Packers, one of their guys with more at-bats, 54 on the season, little experience so far. And he swings and hits him in the other center. Mayshore coming in, still coming in. He dives, and it's off his glove and drops in right center field. Montgomery will reach. That was a heck of an effort by Dalton Mayshore in center field, but comes up just short. Montgomery reaches. We'll see how they score. It looks like they'll score to hit. Yeah, I, I, I would, uh, Mike, I agree with that scoring call. And out there, Mayshore actually did everything he could. I mean, talk about an effort. He took a great route to the ball, read it really quick. His reaction time, second that thing was hit, he was diving in, made a great full extension, and it just caught off the tip of his glove, falling right in front of him in, in short right center field. Prune Packers, runner on first. We have Seth Nager now, left-handed hitter out of Arizona State University. First pitch is a little bit high. One ball and no strikes. We have somebody here in the booth with us that has a little bit of an Arizona State connection to uh, Negro up here at the plate, Michael Baraball. That's right. Uh, Go Devils. I covered the Sun Devils this spring as the pitch shifts up and away. Had a busy offseason already. The coaching change as Catcher Griffin will go out and have a word with Gabe Tanner on the mound. Already a coaching change. Arizona State bringing in Willie Bloomquist to lead the Sun Devils next year after Tracy Smith was let go. And already announced the rest of his coaching staff, led by pitching coach Jason Kelly. He'll also be the recruiting coordinator. Mike Goff will serve as an assistant coach. And Bill Miller, former San Francisco Giant, Boston Red Sox, will serve as the hitting coach. So we'll see what's in store for... Arizona State next spring. Got a lot of guys returning as Nager swings and sounds like a broken bat. Hit down the right field line. Foul. Count goes to 2-1. Mike, you were right. He just threw that bat into the dugout. And uh, when it landed, you could hear it crack open. Uh, Nager, the smooth swinging left-hander, has three home runs in in his in his somewhat limited at-bats. 37 here, batting 216. But talk about a smooth swing and talk about somebody with some with some pop here, Mike. And had that game-winning home run in that 10-9 wild victory over the Seals. What a the game that was. He swings and misses, count goes to two and two. Nine errors in a game, have you ever seen that? I've asked a lot of people if they've seen nine errors in a game. No one said yes to that. <laughs> and Mike, it, it really shows up. You start looking at the pitching stats, and, and like you said, to start off this game, there's just some stuff that, that look like video game numbers where you say. Pitches in the dirt, Griffin loses it, going to second Montgomery, he reaches second. Count goes full three and two on Nager. And with those, you know, with those runs piling up, being unearned, all these, a lot of the Prune Packers pitchers have manageable, really strong ERAs in the ones, the twos, the threes. Some of these guys have pitched five, six innings. A lot of the Prune Packers staff, no, no runs at all. But the uh, the, the the earned runs versus the runs is, is just something else up there. With with Spencer like tonight having seven uh, seven runs but one earned. It's sharply to second. Darter fields, throws to first in time for the first down. Montgomery up to third on the play. Nager retired. Uh, bring up Blake McDonald. And you talk about the pitching. Through the first uh, 19 games, Packers have a team 2.06 ERA, have walked 70 batters compared to 188 strikeouts. And Mike, you, I mean, you match something up like that with a 287 team average, you know, you got an OPS up in the nines. You know, this is a recipe to be 17 and two, but like you said, that pitching staff has been electric this season. McDonald swings and chops it foul into the Packer dugout. No balls and one strike. McDonald's DH tonight. 
Very nice crowd has fouled in. The grandstands are full to the brim. Oh, one pitch on the way. Check swing, but it's a called strike anyway on the outside corner. No balls and two strikes. McDonald, local body here from Santa Rosa, just down the road from Rec Park, about 15 minutes here. Was able to watch him in high school, fun player. Glad he's taken the step to the Prune Packers, get to keep watching him in the area. The, the Montgomery High School Vikings swings and misses strike three. Three-pitch strikeout for McDonald. He's retired. Two are gone for Ian McMillan. Yeah, that's a tough one after the nice piece of situational hitting by Nager. McDonald goes down with a runner on third and one out, unable to bring, unable to bring that runner home from third. Broom Packers need a hit here if they're trying to score. McMillan stands in, and the first pitch in the dirt, Griffin blocks it nicely behind the plate. One ball and no strikes. McMillan is two for four last night, scored a pair of runs. I really like McMillan. I like his defense. He's hitting well this season. 273, driving in runs, 16 RBIs. You got to like what he's doing on both sides of the ball. Um, so far, tonight made a nice play. And um, with two airs, not what you want to see in 19 games, but good speed, good player. Going to be exciting to watch him down the stretch of this season. McMillan takes high, two balls and no strikes. Tied for the team leading RBIs at 16, along with. Cole Elvis and Joey Gomes has told me repeatedly he's one of the leaders of this ball club as he takes outside for three balls and no strikes and even in that nine hole that's kind of where you know he's comfortable at and he can get pitches to hit and he's shown it throughout the year this year has a couple home runs so has shown the power swing and and you got to take into consideration who's batting behind him right it's almost like he's kind of got that and McMillan takes outside ball four he walks on four it's pitches it's almost like he's in that second second leadoff role, turning the lineup over because he's got Lopez behind him batting 431, four home runs. They both got speed. You can really roll that 9-1-2-3 into a lot of power. Having some guy down in the bottom of the order like that, then kind of do it all, hits all fields, adds that element of depth, which has, again, helped this Prune Packers team do what they've been able to do this season. So Lopez stands and he grounded out to Warner at third in the first. First and third. Runners at the corners, two out. Bottom of the second, Lopez squares the bump, it takes high. Griffin snags it at the last moment. One ball and no strikes. Lopez at a Long Beach State. Said it earlier, but really aggressive. Likes to swing, likes to get up on the plate. Mikey's been hit nine times this season. He is not afraid to get bean. He wants to get on base. This is a guy that... Big swing and a miss, one on one. Has ha, has a on-base percentage just north of 550. I mean, we're talking about a guy that's getting on more than half the time. Likes to run and, and, and is, just, is just aggressive in the plate. Just sits right up there and is, is, is looking to get on base and has done a hell of a job doing that this season. Eight stolen base ha bases hasn't been caught once. By far leads the team. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way. Dips below the zone a little bit outside as well. Two balls and a strike. Four homers, 13 RBIs. Scored 18 runs. That's second on the team behind Ryan Targich. 
Targets with a nice hit earlier today through that second base hole. Time called a home play. Now Lopez stands in. Ahead in the count, two and one. And he lines one in the left center field, going over his base short. It's going to go over his head and into the gap. Montgomery scores easily. Here comes McMillan. He will score. Lopez is finding third. They just pick up the ball. He gets it in. Lopez at third with a two-run triple to make it three-nothing Healdsburg. Now he just got all of that one right there. That was an excellent, excellent swing. He was jumping all over that pitch. That was a fastball on the inner third. Barrel extended right there into left center field. Went all the way back to the fence, about 415 feet. Center field had a little bit of trouble getting it in, but that's an easy triple for Lopez. As Mike was saying, with those eight stolen bases, we know he has wheels. He was looking three the whole time, and what an absolute at-bat by Lopez to drive into. I kind of wish Joey Gums set him around trying for the inside the parker, but that's why he's there and I'm not, as Braden Runyon takes a strike. No balls and a strike. That's why I'm up here. That's why Joey Gomes in the third base coaching box. That was a good pitch by Tanner there. That was a curveball, backdoor curve, backdoor slider that just dropped in right at the knees, the inside. Runyon walked and scored in the first, and a big swing and a miss, quickly 0-2. Runyon, runner on third in that two hole tonight. Looking for an, in an RBI po uh, situation right here. 0-2 oh, pitch, fouled back to the screen. We'll stay here at 0-2. Oh that was a good hack, good defense. Quick swing shortened up there. Able to foul one off, keep it alive. Outfielders playing true to where they are. Same with the infield. 0-2 pitch, swung on, hit in the air, right field. Actually hit pretty well, shot going back, still going back. It's over his head and one hops the wall. Lopez in a score, Runyon on his way to second with an RBI double, 4-0 Healdsburg. He got a little bit under that one, but man, did that go. He, he got a lot of loft on it, about 340 feet out to right center, and it just got over the outstretched glove of the right fielder there falling in behind him. It looked like he got a little bit of a weird read on the ball, kind of came back a little slow on it. I'm not sure uh, what happened there, similar to that play earlier over at third, like that kind of Mike, but just wasn't able to get back there. Drives in a run, two outs, runner on second. Austin Bo stands in, looking to keep it going here with two outs. Bost looking to get his average up at 222. That one's lined into left field. He'll do just that for a base hit. Runyon around third. The throw in from Brandell is cut off. Runyon scores. It's an RBI signal for Austin Bost. Make it 5 nothing Packers. Tanner's leaving pitches over the plate right now, and it is, it is turning into a problem. That is three hard hit balls in a row. Bost just got on top of that one. Again, this is an inner third pitch similar to what Lopez just took to the fence and just hit it hard, barreled it up, got in front of it, pulled it right into left field on a line, and that's going to drive in a run from second. Good jump. Good jump by Runyon, and, 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 and Bost, to my point, gets his average up, gets a ribby, keeps this two-out rally alive. Packers are up by five now, Mike, in the second. And now manager Brent Cummings out of the dugout for the Crawdads. Had a meeting with Gabe Tanner, now he drifts back. Cummings won the CCL championship with the 
Neptune Beach Pearl back in 2015. They defeated the Los Angeles Brewers. And that Pearl team actually disbanded in 2017. And now is managing the Walnut Creek Crawdads as Ryan Target stands in. With the Packers up 5-0, and he swings and foul tips it into the glove of Griffin. Count 0-1. Yeah, let's see how Tanner responds here. He's got a runner on first, two down, looking for one out here. He's had a little bit of a problem leaving those pitches over the middle, Mike. He wants some of them in, some of them out, but they're just catching that, in, you know, that middle third a little too much. Five runs in two innings. Let's see if he can bounce back. Oh, one pitch. Swung on a line. Down the first baseline. Just foul. Man, Count they're lucky with that one, Mike. That uh, our right fielder out there was not playing the line. That could have gone for two, maybe a run. That was hit hard down the line. Just foul. Counts quickly. 0-2. Target singled home a run in the first. That was the first run of the game. Four runs are home in this second inning. Making the score 5-0 Hillsburg. Looking for their fifth win in a row. Looking for win number 18 on the year. Targets, team leader in runs, batting 340. And a swing and a miss, strike three. Targets down on three pitches, but for the Packers, five runs on four hits, and they leave one. And at the end of two innings of play, 5 nothing Packers. Here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. One one to Jay Hayes. Hit right field. Baez comes in. Hayward's the hero and hit ten. How about that, Jason Hayward? Man, that is money off the bench. Little shot towards center. That's a game winner. Robel Garcia walks it off. Castro scores. Deep right field, did Rymel do it? He did! Rockies have won it! At home, he knew it immediately. Something. High fly ball, deep left field. Lynn is back, looking up. It's gone to Souvenir City, and the Indians have their first walk-off of the year. Runners in scoring position, and he delivers the knockout blow. One-two pitch, there gets away, here comes O'Neal, he will score, and the Cardinals win it. Right at the corners, and Mullins is swinging away, in the air to left center, is it deep enough? Hicks makes the catch, here comes Urias, and the Orioles win it. I mean, you got a guy throwing nine. Zach Griffin will lead off for the Walnut Creek Crawdads, and they trail 5-0 here in this third inning. Spencer Hines back out on the mound for the Packers. And he winds and deals the first pitch to the Walnut Creek catcher, missing up and in for ball one. Griffin. Batting 146 on the season, Mike. He has six hits and 41 at-bats. He is definitely looking to get the ball rolling right now, and he takes a healthy hack there, and that's not going to get it done. One ball and one strike to count now. It's not going to help those 18 strikeouts he has to two walks. Takes healthy cuts, but not landing. 1-1 one, one pitch, check swing. Did he go? He did not, says the first base umpire. Two balls and a strike.
2-1 pitch on the way. Another big swing and a miss. Count goes 2-2 two two on Griffin. Another healthy swing up there, Mike. He is looking to hit something hard right now. Really, really a lot of just, just letting it loose there. Two balls, two strikes. The wind and the pitch in the dirt. Schusler able to pick it out. Count goes full three and two. Hines just held on to that a little long. That ball came in on the batter's feet there, right-handed batter, and he just he just released that a little late. Came out in the dirt. Two-two batter really likes to swing. Count leverage for Hines. See if he goes back down in the zone or with that curve. And a 3-2 pitch in there, strike three call of the inside corner. Griffin did not think so. Has a few words for the home plate umpire as he walks back to the dugout. As Griffin's retired, now bring up Sammy Esparza. Right, that was a good pitch sequence. He was going down, got one to chase, had him chase one up. But after that pitch that got away from him low, changed eye levels, came in on the hands, a little bit up. Was able to get it, get it in there and uh, strike out looking. First pitch to Esparza is low for ball one. Esparza didn't get in last night's game on the season, hitting 242, no homers, five RBIs, has scored 10 runs. Was one for four on Tuesday's game, struck out twice. 1-0 pitch is low, two balls and no strikes. Esparza struck out looking to end Tuesday's game. Crawdads had the tying run on base, but were unable to push across the equalizer. Packers won that game 5-4. Two-up pitch, outside 3-0. Hines, the 6-4 lefty, Michael. Getting a little loose right here, not able to find the zone, but um, talk about an athlete, right? 6'4", 230, football player in high school. Plays at Wichita State now. In this, Real pitch in this, inside ball four, so Esparza walks. And one on with one out for the Crawdads. High school, very decorated high school player, but talk about a guy that's all around, and it shows in the way he pitches. He, he pitches athletically. He's, he's always looking around to first. He's quick to the plate. He really uses those, the, the, the legs. You know, it just looks like he's a multi-sport guy in the way he moves his body. Very fluid, combination of a lot of movement there that you can see translates over from, from the football field and just being an athlete. Jake Brandel, the leadoff man, stands in. One out, one out here in the third, and he takes low. Five straight balls for Spencer Hines, having struggling to find the zone in this third inning. Good take by Brandel there, that pitch just missing low. Infield playing up the middle, outfield playing true. Pitch a strike, throw down to first by Schusler, not in time. Esparza dives back, one ball and one strike. Mike, Schusler really likes that back pick because he's got a cannon back there. Now let's talk about that. You got a, you got a, you got a catcher that's ready to gun down at second, but that move that he really likes is that almost, that, that kind of Yachtier quick turn and fire over to first there. He's had some success with it this season. And he's picked, picked off about four or five guys on that and the one-one pitch on the inside corner for a strike. Brandel didn't think so. Count goes one and two, he steps out of the box. Home plate umpire doing a good job. He's calling that inside pitch consistently. On Sunday, we had an ejection on balls and strikes. Trey Furry of the Lincoln Potters. And the throw over to first, Esparza is able to get back. 
Spar's over at first, giving Hines some looks, jumping around, being being uh, antsy over there, making sure he's looking, keeping him active. Brendel out of Danville, California, Monta Vista High School. UC Davis product. Pitch in the dirt, gets by Schuessler to the backstop. Esparza will reach second, and the count will go two and two on Brandell. Brandell coming out of high school was ranked the 33rd best outfielder in the state by Prep Baseball Report. That last curveball got away from him. A couple of those have today. This one got to the backstop. 2-2, runner on second. See what he comes back with here. 2-2 pitch on the way. Inside, three balls and two strikes. Mike, it looks like he's just getting on top and holding that curveball low long. Some of those are finishing in the dirt. Some have dropped into the zone and looked real beautiful today. But just a few of those have started catching a little bit too much of the dirt, making it easy for those hitters to lay off that low breaking ball. 3-2 pitch on the way, swung a hit very high and very deep to left field. Bose going back on the track at the wall. Catch you later, baseball. Two run home run for Jake Brandell, his first of the season. And the Crawdads are on the board. It's now 5-2 Packers. Yeah, Brandell, man, absolutely unloaded on that one. What happened there was he was sitting, he was sitting, it was, it was look fastball adjust. He saw that fastball out of the hand. And and that was a that was one of the first pitches he's gotten he's gotten away with two or three so far. But for Hines, that that was a mistake that caught all of the plate, and and Brandell was able to barrel that up and hit it a good 370 out left field. That's a short left porch here in Rec Park, Mike. So it didn't take much for it to get up and over there, and it too hopped to home here at Rec Park. Let's hope it didn't break a window. And absolute moonshot there for Brandell, 370 to left. First pitch to Darter, misses outside, one ball and no strikes. Mike, first of the season, that's got to feel good, always does. Foul back to the screen, count goes one and one. Not a ton of home run power on this Crawdad team. That was just their 11th home run of the season. Kern Ozawa Burns, who's not in the lineup tonight, leads the team with three. 1-1 one, one pitch misses low, two balls on one strike. Darter, 296, 54 at-bats this season. Swinging it well. 12 walks, 12 strikeouts. 2-1 two, pitch on the outside corner for a called strike, 2-2. Two two. Good comeback pitch there, down 2-1. Executes a nice fastball with a little bit of movement there on the outside part of the plate, just catching the black, 2-2. Two and two. 2-2 pitch on the way, swung on foul away, left side out of play into the Packer bullpen. We'll stay here at 2-2. Two two. Good defense there. Choking up on the bat, fouling it off, making sure the ump doesn't decide the at-bat for him. Swinging on that outer third there, making sure he stays alive. Two-two pitch that misses outside, three balls and two strikes. Little update from the Giants game. Yeah, Stramski, home run. Giants lead the Arizona Diamondbacks one to nothing. Diamondbacks could sweep the Yankees right now. Oh man. Right. Three two pitch, swinging a miss, strike three. Darter down on strikes. And that'll bring up Diego Muniz and 
to show you how low the Yankees are right now, here's what happened last night. And the pitch. Drill deep to right center field. Tie game. Oh my goodness, a tie game on the... Pitch is taken for ball one. That's how low the Yankees are right now. Grand slam that tied the game. The Yankees scored seven runs off Shohei Otani in the first inning. Had a 7-2 lead and ended up losing 11-8. About the lowest point I've ever felt as a Yankee fan, as a pitcher, this is low 2 0. Been a Yankee fan since I was eight years old. And I don't know if I've ever felt that low after a loss. That was, uh, that was pretty brutal. Mike, the, uh, we go back a long ways. And we are both Yankee fans. Man, that one was tough. That one was really tough. And the, <laughs> those kind of losses start making you really question the. The leadership and the success of the organization there because they, they just start weighing on you loss after loss, Michael. They really do. It starts adding up, and boy, does that pile up that weight on your on, on those Yankee shoulders. Gee whiz. 3-0 pitch to Moniz is in there for a strike, 3-1. and one. Good comeback yeah. pitch. That was calm. That was collected. Took a little bit off of it there. That fastball didn't come in as hot. It looked like they probably took two, three miles an hour off there, but caught the outer third of the plate. Good 3-1 pitch. 3-1 misses inside, ball four. Moniz walks, he reaches for the first time, and that'll bring up Chase Dabbs. And Yankees right now sit at 41 and 39. They're two games above 500, we're 80 games in, and this is a team that was projected to win 95 games by Vegas to at the beginning of the season. They're on pace for about 82 to 84, I think was when I last checked. And so this is a team that hasn't had a ton of injuries. The only guy they've missed for a significant period of time, at least on the offensive end, was Luke Voigt, but he's not back in the lineup. Aaron Judge has played a lot of games. Giancarlo Stan has played a lot of games. Gary Sanchez. All their guys. DJ LeMahieu has played more games out of anyone, and uh, they're just not winning. And, you know, it's, it's frus Michael, frustrating it, to say the least. It seems almost like they just find ways to lose, too. You know, it, you know. You know, they're, they're, Pitch in they're there. giving some of these Yankees are really giving up games right now, like you're saying, you know. And, and, and yesterday was a great example. You guys just heard it, but 7-1. And then they come back and are able to take down the Yankees. A one pitch on the way. Swung on a little chopper to third. Runyon charging. Fields throws the first in time. Montgomery keeps his foot on the back. Throws a little bit wide, but he's able to keep his foot on the back to end the inning. Two runs, two hits, one left. And at the end of two and a half innings of play, 5-2 Packers here on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Strikes. Shaw right field down. Base hit. Feliciano around third. That's his throw. And it's over. The Brewers win. And the Brewers have won three in a row against the reigning world champs. There's a base hit. Gritchick singles into center. Espinal comes in to score, and the Blue Jays walk off the Braves. Career walk-off hit for Randall Gritchick, his third as a Blue Jay. 3-1. Poke to center field. The Reds win. Two-two. Swing and a ball ripped right field. Betts going back, it's over his head. And the Cubs sweep the doubleheader. Cubs win. <laughs> KB. 
three and two. Oh! oh get Get up! Take a good look. You won't see it for long. What a comeback! Rockies were down four in the last inning. Payoff. Smoke to center field. The Reds win. Tycho pitched well, but they just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming, and pitch to Rizzo. Bounce to the left side, it gets through. Definitely around third, end of score, Cubs win. Two-two. The Zika hits one slowly up the line. The shovel home. Not in time, and the Mets win it. Patrick Mazika plays hero in the bottom of the tenth. Well, when he put his head on the pillow, that wasn't the game-winning hit he probably ever. New pitcher for the Crawdads is Ethan Brodsky, the right-hander of CSU East Bay, making his fifth appearance of the season. He's 0-2 with a 6.58 ERA in 13 and two-thirds innings. Has allowed 15 hits, struck out 17, has walked six. As Kimball Schusler stands in and swings at the first pitch in the dirt. No balls and a strike to start the bottom of the third. It's a healthy hack there by Schusler on a first pitch in the dirt. Don't know if that was the one he was looking for there. Schusler batting 304 and 46 at bats. And another swing and a miss, quickly 0 and 2. Brodsky now on the mound for the Crawdads. Eight innings, eight strikeouts, 2-2-5 ERA. Off to a good start this season. 0-2, swing and a miss on a pitch in the dirt. Schusler down on strikes to start the third. That was a tough at bat to watch. That was that was that was two pitches in the dirt that he took a, a real heavy hack at, and one pitch in on his hands, probably about three four inches off the plate, not very close. And then three pitches, Schusler is on his way back to the dugout. That bring up Torn Montgomery. He singled and scored in the second. And he takes the pitch a little bit high. One ball and no strikes. Montgomery out of the University of Missouri. 1-0 pitch, misses low. Two balls and no strikes on Montgomery. Yeah, Brodsky, two of those pitches in the dirt got swung at by Schusler. Again, misses low with that same, with that same breaking ball in the dirt there. Montgomery swings and chops it. Third baseline foul. Count goes to two and one. Looked like Montgomery saw that pitch early, liked it, got on top of it there, and uh, just just too quick with the hands. Didn't let it get deep enough in there, and fouls it back to the third base dugout. Montgomery batting 259 on the season. Swung in a little loop, right field, and that's going to get down for a base hit. So Montgomery has his second hit of the night. And then I'll bring up Seth Nager. Yeah, just kind of inside out there. Not a real, not a sexy hit, but hey, gets the job done. In on the hands, goes inside out, technically sound. Got a little bit of that upper part of the bat and just flares it over the second baseman to get on base. 
coming up now. As we were talking about earlier, the ASU product with some power. Nager. Last time up, had a good at-bat, actually. Uh, situational, had two strikes on him. Lefty was able to pull it to the second base side, advance a guy from second to third. See what he does here with a runner on first. Nager takes a pitch low, one ball and no strikes. So you mentioned he grinds it out to the second baseman, Darter. Moved Montgomery up to third, and he would eventually score on the two-run triple by Jesse Lopez. 1-0 pitch on the way. Swung on foul back to the screen. Count evens up a 1-1. Good pitch there by Brodsky, getting it in on the hands. It's a strike. Had a little bit of back movement over the plate there. Looked like a two-seamer. Nager fouls it straight back at us. Nager is actually an outfielder and pitching prospect out of Ironwood, Ironwood Ridge High School in Arizona as the pitch is in the dirt. Picked by Griffin. Montgomery's going to try and go to second. The throw is a bit high, and Montgomery slides in safely. Mike, that looked a little awkward there on all fronts almost. So we have a runner going from first here. And that ball in the dirt gets a little bit away. There's a slight bit of hesitation with that catcher trying to get around the batter and make a throw down to second. He's able to do it, but that throw went up high. Shortstop there had to jump. Took him some time off, and with a good slide, he's just able to get a foot in there. Runner on second. Nager ahead in the count, two and one. One on, one out. A pitch. Drifts inside, three balls and one strike. To mention, Nager is an outfielder and pitching prospect from Ironwood Ridge High School in Arizona. Uh, had Tommy John surgery after being called up to the varsity team about midway through his sophomore year. Actually rebounded in his senior year, hit 456, scored 21 runs. That's unfortunately something we see a little bit, you know, a little too often, at least at the high school level and the prep level, Tommy John surgeries have just completely skyrocketed. And we can debate all day the effects of that as Nager fouls it away. Count goes full 3-2, whether that's year-round baseball, um, you know, kind of taking over. It's, um, you know, we saw that, I saw that firsthand, not, not necessarily at the prep level, but Arizona State losing three of their top pitchers to Tommy John surgery just yeah. about a week or two into the season, so. Yeah, Mike, you're preaching to the choir here. 3-2 pitch on the outside corner, strike three call. Nager down looking. Now I'll bring up Blake McDonald. Allen looked a little bit outside. That's probably a pitch you don't want the ump deciding for you, but that one did look like it fell a little bit outside the zone there to the lefty. He didn't like that, but that's an out there, and that's a good comeback too. Brodsky down 3-1. And coming back to, to get a strike out there. Good piece of pitching. Catcher took a moment to come after some bad body language, calmed him down, and he got the strikeout. Like McDonald stands in, he struck out in the second. And he takes a breaking ball in there for a strike, 0-1. Mike, back to your point, losing those pitchers. Uh, I'm familiar, I'm in the Pac-12. Duck fan myself. And you, you, we saw it with a couple of our, we, we had one elbow injury also to a pitcher, but you see these guys coming in at 18, and they're just ultra-specialized. Year-round baseball, travel teams, high school. A lot of guys are coming in as POs, didn't hit, single-sport athletes. And by the time they're 18, man, that elbow looks like, you know, looks like they're 30. And it, 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 yeah, there's been so much damage, like you said, ASU, a story baseball program, good season this season, and just, just decimated by injuries on that pitching staff and, and bad ones. We're not talking light shoulder injuries. We're talking Tommy John, year-long. Year Elbow, you know, elbow, needing elbow reconstruction and all kinds of stuff. It's 
it's really affecting you know these kids that just just are now here you know these these collegiate level teams you get to be 22 23 years old and these injuries are higher than they've ever been a one pitch miss low county was up a one on one and usually about you know far too many innings on those elbows when they get to the collegiate level and and even more so when they get to the pros as McDonald fouls it back to the screen count goes to one and two See the velocities rising as well. You know, you got pitchers that are really up there throwing hard. You look at, you know, a team like Vanderbilt that likes to ride two guys. And, uh, and, and you look at a, like a Lighter and a Kumar, and these are guys that throw hard and a lot and often. And, and you're, you know, it's tough to get somebody like that. You're a coach. You want to pitch them. You need your best guy out there a lot, especially in a College World Series and a playoff run. But one-two pitch, and in the air, center field, Mayshore coming in. He settles under it to make the catch to end the inning. We'll continue that conversation after the end of this half inning. No runs, one hit, and one left. And at the end of three innings of play, 5-2 Packers here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Fastball throughout this at bat. Gerald Laird is on deck for the Braves. And there's a ball hit out to right field. It's a base hit. Rounding third, Jordan Schaefer. Here's the play at the plate, and he's safe. trying to drive the lead catcher today and it's a fair ball that'll do it down the right field line here comes Tori Alba Dexter Fowler delivers and the Rockies win it a two out 10th inning rally all he was going to do with that pitch was beat it into the ground someplace A drive to right center. To the gap. Escobar scores. Mauer coming around. Play at the plate. Not in time. And Dovic delivers the game winner. Down the middle for strike three if it goes to that point. And the pitch is inside and the ball game's over. Reddick walks with the bases loaded. Young trots home, and the A's win it four to three in ten innings. Trevor Warner will lead things off for the Walnut Creek Crawdads in the top of the fourth inning with the Packers up five-two. Stepping up to the plate, two ninety-five. One of the top hitters on this Crawdad team. And he lines one in the left center field. Lopez coming in has a beat on it, makes the running catch in left center field. One pitch, one out for Spencer Hines on his fourth inning of work. That'll bring up Hayden Schott. That was a good play out there by Lopez. Somewhat routine, but Mike, those ones hit right at you on the line are some of the hardest to read. That was towards the left center side. He had an angle on it, took a good route to the ball, didn't overrun it, just came in smoothly, making a good catch there. That looks smooth. Schott stands in, grounded out to targets at second in the second, and he takes the pitch outside, ball one. Hines is back at it again with that lefty-on-lefty -lefty matchup. He's attacking the outside corner, daring hitters to keep that front shoulder in, wait on that breaking ball, see if, they get, see if he can get him to roll over. Chopped the right side, foul count. We'll leave it up at one and one. Up at the plate, shot. 
281, 64 at-bats. Hines winds and deals the 1-1. Breaking ball misses up and in. Two balls and one strike. Game four of this four-game set will be tomorrow at St. Mary's College. It'll be a 4 p.m. first pitch. And then Packers are back home Saturday as the pitch is swung on a miss. Count evens up at 2-2. Two and two. Good pitch by Hines there. Got him to go after it in the dirt. Switches eye level after coming inside and finishes down in the zone with a, with a nice curve there. Backs will be home Saturday against the Bay Area Forest. The shot fouls it back to the screen, just gets a piece. That'll be a 6 p.m. first pitch, and then our big 4th of July game against the Santa Rosa Athletics. That'll be a 5 p.m. start on Sunday. That's going to be a fun one, isn't it, Mike? I can't wait for that 4th of July game. Two Sonoma County teams going at it. That's going to be a good time. 2-2 pitch, line in the center field, uh, left field, excuse me, for a base hit for Hayden Schott, his first hit of the game. It's a good hit by Schott, the lefty there, the lefty on lefty matchup. The infield was playing him to the pole, Mike, and he was able to actually take that through the six hole there, take it the other way. 2-2, he shortened up, he fouled the two off, and got in there, and was able to get on base. That's a great at-bat for Schott on first. Number one, Dalton Mayshore. And the other right, Nager a couple steps to his left, makes the catch for out number two. The play by Nager. I bring up Zach Griffin. He struck out in the third. Griffin struggling a little bit to start the season, 146 in their game so far. Runner on first for him. Griffin takes a pitch in the dirt, ball one. Schuessler able to block it. Starting with the breaking ball there to the righty. On the inside. Finished in the dirt. Mike, one of the things I love about Rec Park too is you got a short porch and left. But it's fun how it gets deep in center. It's a unique park. They got the ivy out there, and it makes for a unique uh, defensive center field, right? Because when you, if you are, if you are a right-handed uh, throwing center fielder, you have to get over your shoulder and start running into that gap, and it happens a lot. We saw Lopez. One-one pitch inside, two and one. We saw Lopez, you know, at, take that shot to center field and it went back to the fence and man did that thing roll. He was able to get a triple out of it. But Rec Park with that with that over your, your opposite shoulder, so you have to turn and go, makes for, for an interesting uh, interesting attribute about this park and how you have to play that defensively. 2-1 pitch, misses low, pit inside, three balls and one strike on Zach Griffin, the Walnut Creek catcher. We're in the top of the fourth inning, two outs, 5-2, the Packers lead it over the Walnut Creek Crawdads. Game three of this four game set. The Packers have won the first two, both of them by one run. 3 on pitch on the way. A check swing, but it's a called strike anyway. Count runs full three and two, and that'll start shot from first. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Challenge pitch. Runner will be going. Hines deals, and the pitch just missed inside. Griffin works a walk. Shot up to second, and that'll bring up Sammy Esparza. 
Yeah, Gomes is on his way to the mound here. We'll see if he's going to make a change or if they're just going to talk. But Hines out here in the fourth. He's done well so far. He gave up the two runs on the shot. However, other than that, he's been looking really good. He's looked really good against lefties, Mike. I like the way he's been there. He's been really able to attack that outside corner. Stayed there with it, challenging, challenging those lefty hitters to, to lock in, be there. He doesn't want them pulling that ball. Other than the shots, he's looked all right today coming into the game with a sub-2 ERA. Gomes is actually talking to the whole infield. He's talking to the pitcher, but he's actually talking to everybody. He's talking to the catcher. And this looks like a little bit of a team meeting up there as opposed to a pitching meeting. Home plate umpires made his way to the mound hoping to break things up. Gomes looks animated, talking to his catcher, specifically pointing in his face. From here, it looks looks like they got. It looks like Gomes had uh, some to say to his team there. And he's going to pull Hines for the right-hander Edward Sardi. After a very long discussion, again was animated with the entire infield on the mound. Interesting move there, Mike. Usually, the manager is going to pull somebody. I mean, as we know, has that decision made up? Might, might not wants to talk to the guy and see where he's at, he will do so. But there, they really did have a long discussion, probably 60 seconds plus there, before Gomes said, hey, Hines, you know what? It looks like your night's done. Maybe Hines said that, and we got a new pitcher. Edwards starting the new pitcher. We'll let him take his warm-up tosses. We'll be right back. Two outs in the fourth inning. The Packers lead at 5-2 to two here on the Healdsburg Prim Packer Radio Network. center field. That's going to get down. That's going to be a game winner. Ugla around third. Simmons wins the game in the 10th with a double. It's a 5-4 final. The Phillies. There goes Gomez. And Bencourt lines one right center. Gomez on his way to third, and they're going to send him. Here comes a throw. Gomez is safe. The Brewers win. Toward left field, Pierre's on his way, it is gone! Wow! A grand slam walk-off home run for John Mayberry! How about that to finish up a ball game? Mayberry's homeward for the second time, and the Phillies can celebrate! Edward Sardi is the new pitcher for the Prune Packers. He comes in in relief of Spencer Hines, who Went three and two-thirds, allowed three hits, two runs, walked three, and struck out three. And he'll face Sammy Esparza. Sardi will with two on and two out in the fourth inning. And the first pitch misses upstairs, ball one. 
from Sardi, the 6'4", 195-pound right-hander out of University of Pennsylvania, making his seventh appearance of the season is 1-0 with a 5.68 ERA. Has a save in six and a third innings, allowing eight hits, striking out eight, and walking three, and he deals a strike on the inside corner. One ball and one strike on Esparza, who walked and scored in the third. And it's the potential tying run here in the fourth. Yeah, Mike, eight strikeouts in six innings. He can get the strikeout, but a little bit wild. Walks, guys. 1-1 one, one pitch inside, two balls and one strike. Has three walks in those six innings and has given up those four runs, but has good stuff. You can see this fastball has some good movement, has life on it. See what he can do here. 2-1 pitch on the way. Swung on to hit in the air, left center field. Lopez and Bose chasing, it's Lopez with a dive, and he makes the catch in left center field to end the inning. Jesse Lopez just saved two runs with a diving catch in left center, gets a hand from the crowd at Rec Park. What a play. So for the Crawdads, no runs on one hit, and they leave two. And at the end of three and a half innings to play, 5-2 Packers here on the Oldsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Score at 11. Ninth pitch of the at-back coming to Lombardozzi. And another fastball flight out to left. Baxter over, makes the catch, tagging at third. LaRoche, he heads on in with the winning run, and the Knights win it 3-2. After all those fastballs, he fouled off. Lombardozzi able to put one in play, a sacrifice fly. Ortiz drives it to right field. Nelson Cruz going back, going to be over his head, and it is gone! Out of the bullpen! A three-run home run for Big Poppy. The Red Sox win in spectacular fashion. Bottom of the fourth, Ian McMillan will lead things off for the Packers. 9-1 and 2 for Healdsburg. This they lead at 5-2. McMillan walked and scored back in the second. That was that four-run second inning. And the pitch from Brodsky is in there for a called strike 0-1. One pitch is low and away. Drifts by the catcher Griffin. One ball and one strike. Packers trying to add some insurance runs here. 
One ball, one strike pitch on the way as the breaking ball misses upstairs. Two balls and one strike. McMillan. CSU East Bay playing for the Walnut Crawdads on the mound. And down time is called to the plate. McMillan granted time. So Sardi came in and inherited Hines's two runners, so he's finished at three and two-thirds. Three hits, two runs, walked three and struck out three. Mike, don't you just love when you got two on, you get pulled, you're stressed out in the dugout, wondering if your ERA is going to go up, and Sardi was able to come in and shut it down, help his teammate out, mm -hmm. get the outs he needed, and Packers are back to banging, five to two. 3-1 pitch on the way to McMillan is outside. Ball four. He works his second walk on the night. And then I'm bring up Jesse Lopez. Lopez, one for two. Grounded out in the first and tripled home a pair of runs in the second. And Lopez with that great catch out in center to end the inning last inning. We were talking about that center fielder, that center field area in left center that has some room. He took a great read. I mean, full extension. He was horizontal in the air and was able to come down with that ball. And with a double earlier, Lopez is having a great game stepping into the box. Brodsky set at the ballot and deals. And there's a strike right down the heart of the plate. Oh, and one. McMillan over at first. Not a huge lead. Top of the order turnover. Like we were talking about earlier, Mike. When you got a guy like McMillan that can get on base in that nine hole and turn it over to such a deadly top of the order, that is such an asset to have. And yeah, the 0-1 pitch misses low. One ball and one strike on Lopez. Packers 17-2 on the season. Hoping to win their fifth straight game overall. Heading into the month of July, effectively the last full month of the season. They'll play until about mid-August with the CCL tournament the first week of August, followed by the West Coast World Series after that. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way. A breaking ball misses upstairs. Two balls and one strike. Both of those tournaments will be held in Lincoln. Starting Correction to what I said. I, had, I said Lopez had a double. He actually had a triple earlier to the fence. So for those listening, he actually has a three-bagger. Brodsky on the mound's taking his time, peeking at first. Two one pitch misses low, three balls at one strike. Brodsky on the mound's got a low, low stretch delivery. His foot stays low the whole time. He uses a lot of that back foot push, but he stays really balanced. He doesn't get up, and it's quick to the plate. That's going to give his catcher a chance. But this is a guy that can is doing a good job of holding that runner at first, peeking, and he's quick to the plate. Shortstop just shifted up the middle more than he was. 3-1 pitch misses outside, ball four. Lopez is on base for the second time tonight. And that'll bring up Braden Runyon. That's two walks in a row, Mike. Managers come into the mound. Middle of the order coming up here for the Fruit Packers. They've got to be looking to score right now. Recreation Park and across these bleachers, which were built in 1921. Meeting at the mound right now. I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors. Of course, our sponsor of the game, Surface Art Countertops, and of course, our Grand Slam sponsors, Goliath LLC, Epicenter Sports and Entertainment, Sanderson Family, and iTrade Network, and as well as our home run sponsors, the Carson Block Family, Draxton Wine, 
Harvey Plumbing Company, Petaluma Poultry, and Rich Ryan Construction. Thank you for your support for Healdsburg Prune Packer Baseball. We cannot do it without you. We couldn't, Mike. Those are the people making this happen, able to make this broadcast go, and we appreciate those supporting this local league that we got and making, that, making sure that people can get access to it. Once again, we really appreciate those sponsors. Thank you, guys. Runyon stands in, and since a high chop it or short, Spars has to wait and come down. It throws a second for one on the first. Not in time. Runyon beats out the back ends. Esparza had to wait for that ball to come down. It was a very high chopper. Was able to get the out at second, just barely getting Lopez. Runyon was able to beat out the back end, so he reaches on the fielder's choice at the 6-4 putout. Lopez out at second. Going to third is McMillan, and that'll bring up Austin Boast. Runyon, no stolen bases, hasn't attempted one, not too much speed over there at first. Boast one for two, singled home a run in the second, and he takes a strike on the outside corner, 0-1. Potters and the Gold Sox underway at Calusa Casino Stadium. CCL matchup, but it goes down as a non-league game. Oh, one pitch on the way. Swung on foul back to the screen. Counts quickly 0-2. That was a tight breaking ball there. And the swing just got underneath it, Mike. It looked like it just thought that ball was going to drop a little more than it did. And he was right on it, but came straight back to the screen there. Two strikes, one out, first and third. 0-2 pitch, swung on, hit very high near the left. Brandell under it in left center field. Now it's Mayshore calling him off in left center to make the play. Tagging as McMillan, he will score standing. Sacrifice fly for Austin Boast extends the lead to make it 6-2 Healdsburg. Good hack on that right there. Inner third pitch. He's able to pull it into left field. Just got under it, but got that out there. 250 feet enough for, for that throw to come in. The throw is offline, and Packers add to the lead here in the fourth. Six to two. Good piece of situational hitting there. Did not hit into the double play. Was looking to avoid that. Pulled something hard and was able to drive in a run. Good piece of hitting. Brian Target stands in, switch hitter bounding left, and he takes a pitch up high ball one. Target, one for two, a single home run in the first that scored Runyon to make it one nothing, and then struck out in the second. Yeah. 20 walks and 19 strikeouts. Good eye Target has. 1-0 pitch on the way. There's a strike on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. That's what Brodsky's been looking for right there is that, is that outside corner against the lefty. That's a great pitch with that two-seam movement, almost like a sinker at the knees there, just diving away. The ump's been consistent in calling the corners. Doesn't like to go low, but those corners are in play tonight. 1-1 one, one pitch, head on the ground to short. Esparza fields on a couple hops, throws to Darter covering at second to end the inning. For the Packers, one run on no hits, and they leave two. And at the end of four innings of play, 6-2 Packers, on the Hillsburg from Packer Radio Network. Oh, that is his seventh wild. Ramirez isn't running all that well. Here's the 0-1. And Ramirez lines one down. That's base hit. And in the score, Segura, the Brewers win. 
Aramis Ramirez with a game winner. The Brewers walk off for the second time on this homestand. Base hit, the Blue Jays win it. Rajay Davis, a walk-off single with two outs in the 18th. Well, they're jogging out to greet him. <laughs> Usually they fly out of the dugout. Up hard to the right side, and yet Blank's a big man at first, pushing a bunt. Don't know if that's in play anymore. Back up the middle, on through, base hit. Rockies will win it. Dexter Fowler comes through. The 0-1 pitch. A swing and a base hit up the middle. The Royals will win it. 3-2 as Tejada scores from third. The Royals are mobbing Eric Hosmer in between first and... One ball, one strike. Davis a little bloop towards left field. It's going to fall in. Base hit. Here's Mike Pegas. The Orioles win it. A lucky 13 by four O's. Jake Brandell lead things off for the Crawdads. Top of the fifth. Packers leading this one six to two. Brandell hit a two run home run in his last at bat over the short porch in left field. Got the Crawdads on the board. Edward Sardi. Back out on the mound after getting the final out of the fourth for the Packers. Brandell stands in and he swings and misses at the first pitch, 0 1. That pitch was down, but like you said, Mike, that two run shot earlier really got a hold of that one, bounced it nicely off the road after that short porch, and hopefully he didn't catch wind over there, but great swing on a, on a pitch that missed over the middle. Had two RBIs to his total in the season. 0-1 pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Quickly 0-2 on Brandel. Popped out to Runyon to start the game in the first. And then, as we mentioned, that home run in the third. Responsible for the only two crawdad runs to this point. Steve starting to keep it up after straining those two runners last inning on the mound for the Packers. 0-2 pitch on the way. Misses upstairs. That's a classic 0-2 pitch. High cheese. That's what I used to like to call when I was catching. Yeah. High fastball. One up. It's a great way to change the eye level. Sardis, like we were talking about earlier, that fastball's got some movement. He's got some stuff. So let's see if he goes down in the zone after that high fastball. In there. Strike three call in the inside corner. Right at the knees. Brandell was buckled and couldn't do anything about it. So he's down looking to start the fifth. And I'll bring up Anthony Pamelia, who came into the game for Chase Darter, or for Seth Darter, rather, in the fourth inning. So Pamelia stands in. CSU Fullerton is where Pamelia plays. Compact, open stance from the righty side. And a big swing and a miss by Pamelia on a pitch in the dirt. 
Count is 0-1. Pamelia, local kid out of San Rafael, California, hitting 276. No homers, five RBIs. So scored five runs. Walked seven times, struck out eight. Went one for four in last night's game. Drove home a run. Close one yesterday, Mike. And a swing and a miss. Quickly 0-2 on Pamelia. Sardi takes his time here. It takes a set to gather. 0-2. Walks behind the mound. Steps back up. Sardi sets. And deals the 0-2. Swing and a high chopper left side. Runyon. Fields it on a couple hops, throws across the diamond in time. Two up, two down to start the fifth, and now bring up Diego Muniz. Mike, it's been the night of the chopper out here. We've seen a lot of balls that have just gonna hit straight into the ground with really, really high hops. That's like that's a third or fourth we've seen tonight. One was hit to the shortstop. Uh, they weren't able to turn two, but that play is that we've seen. Four times already in five minutes. And you know, on opening night against the Solano Mudcats, we had about three ground balls in a row that were just hit super high. It hit off the lip of the grass right in front of home play. And the Mudcats, in the first couple of innings out of the game, scored seven runs and had a 7-0 lead. Then the Packers came back and ended up winning that game 13-9 as Muniz takes a strike on the outside corner, 0-1. Good pitch by Sardi. I've seen him use some heat that has movement both ways. Uh, on that last strikeout, like a cutter, short slider on the inside. That was a two-seamer that caught the outside of the plate to the righty, good pitch. Oh, one pitch in the dirt, picked by Schusler. Counting even up at one and one. Muniz walked in his last at bat in the third, was left stranded, and popped out to McMillan in short left center field in the first. That ended the first. Muniz. field and outfield playing straight up. Muniz, right-handed hitter. And a check swing on a pitch in the dirt. Did he go? No, he did not, says the first base umpire 2-1. I don't think a first base umpire has ever called a check swing a strike all year. I don't think I remember seeing it once. <laughs> Mike, they ought to start uh, checking everything then, huh? Bring that into the equation. Well, no, you're right, though. All three, they've pointed down three times tonight. Safe on all three. Story of the season. Well, they're not checking for sticky stuff here in the CCL. Of course, they are in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Those rules have not come down the pipeline here yet. 2-1 pitch on the way. Fastball misses outside. Count runs full 3-1 on Manus. What do you think about that, Mike? Do you think we're going to see any of those rules regarding substances make their way down, say, into NCAA Division I, maybe AAA and other leagues? I highly, I highly doubt it. Professional baseball, yes, but not at the amateur levels. Muniz swings at the 3-1, pops it up in the infield. McMillan settles underneath it, a few steps onto the outfield grass, makes the play to end the inning. A 1-2-3 fifth for Edward Sardi on the mound. And at the end of four and a half innings to play, 6-2 Packers here on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Hours. Starlin Castro and they win it in the 14th. <laughs> Let the scrum begin. Julio <laughs> He came into the game 
when Donaldson came out. And that is going to be a base hit, and the A's win it. Freiman, a walk-off against Mariano Rivera. The marathon comes to an end in the bottom of the 18th inning. Deep to left. Back yeah, goes the left fielder. Walk-off winner. Jay Bruce the other way. Number 11. His 23rd career home run against Milwaukee. His fifth career walk-off. And a 4-3 Reds win. Payoff pitch. Hit the first. Throw home. Slide. Safe. The Indians win it. Jason Kipnis drives home the game winner as Drew Stubbs. 5-5 game. Line drive, base hit, and the Braves win it 6-5. New pitcher is Ryan Robinson for the Walnut Creek Crawdads. Six foot, 195 pound right-hander out of CSU East Bay, making his fifth appearance of the season is one on one with a 7.7 ERA and eight innings pits. He's allowed eight hits, struck out eight, and has walked five. Has made two starts and last appeared on the June 26th against the West Coast Kings, one inning, striking out two in a perfect inning. He's also made appearances against the Palo Alto Oaks and the Santa Rosa Athletics, who will see the Packers play. Not too long ago, Santa Rosa A's in town on Sunday, 4th of July. That'll be a fun one. You can listen to that right here on Mixler.com slash Packers or on our YouTube page, Packers Baseball Network. Or you can come out to the ballpark, Rec Park. As Kimball Schusler will lead things off for the Packers. Five, six, and seven. And he swings at the first pitch and fouls it down the third base side foul. 0-1 the count. Schusler 0 for 2. A pair of strikeouts on his lecture so far. The strong-armed catcher coming into the box looking to get that first hit of the night. Always feels good. Left fielder's giving a lot of maroon down the line there. Pitch way outside. One ball and one strike on Schusler. So you can close the book on Brodsky. Went two innings along one hit, one run. Walked two, struck out two. Schusler awaits the 1-1. One, one. So I'm going to hit high in the air. Left field hit well. Going back is Brandell on the track at the wall. It's off the wall. Schusler on his way to second. He's in with a stand-up double. I thought that ball was out of here. Off the bat, so did I, Mike. He missed that by about two and a half feet. That fence out there in left field's 18, 20 feet high, and he just missed that out there. Coming up short, two-bagger. Hitting the ledger one for three. Nice piece of hitting by Schusler. Damn, these Prune Packers are seeing that fastball well. All night they've seen that fastball out of the hand, jumped on it early, able to pull the ball and pull it hard. Same story with Schusler right there. Torn Montgomery stands in and he takes a strike. 0 and 1. 
Montgomery Paris singles scored in the second. Of course, the high fence in left field and talking to team president Dick Bukarski not too long ago. Sometime in the future, kind of trying to build their own green monster, echoing Fenway Park. That's in the future as Montgomery takes the breaking ball to the right side. Fielded at first by Dabbs. Flipped to the pitcher covering Robinson in time. Moving to third is Schusler. Montgomery retired on the 3-1 putout. That'll bring up Seth Nager. Nager 0 for 2. Ground out in the second. That was to chase Seth Darter. Excuse me. Not Keep calling him Chase. It's chase Dabbs. Who's the first baseman? Seth Darter was the second baseman. It's now Pamelia. But he grounded out to Darter in the second and struck out looking in the third. So Nagero for two, left-handed hitter. First pitch swing is Nagero. He pops it up in the infield. Esparza calling for it and makes the catch behind the mound. Unproductive out for Seth Nagero. Two are retired. And then I'll bring up Blake McDonald. Yeah. Nager was looking to hit a fly ball, try and drive that run in there, and like he did earlier, and just wasn't able to do it. Really got under that good piece of pitching to pop him up right in the infield, right behind the mound. Keeps that runner at third. Good piece of pitching right there by Robinson after the nice piece of hitting to get that runner over to third. McDonald 0 for 2, and takes the ball. 1-0. Struck out in the second, flew out to Dalton Mayshore in center in the third. Good pitch by Robinson there. They've been given that corner. The ump's been given the corner, as we've talked about. And there didn't look like he was given that strike. One out. Hit on the ground is short sharply. Esparza fields. Throws the first in time to end the inning. So the Packers do not score. No runs. One hit, one left. And at the end of five innings of play, 6-2 to two Packers here on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. And we're going to let you listen to the music a little bit in between innings. Tying run at second with one out. And a long drive, deep right field, headed to the Pepsi porch. It's out of here! The Mets win the ball game! Kirk Neuenheisel walk off three run homer in the bottom of the ninth. Fly ball to right. Bird going back at 
Top of the six from Rec Park. 6-2 Packers. Edward Sardi back out on the mound and Chase Stabs will step in for Walnut Creek. 4-5 and 6. Stabs, Warner, and Shot. Dabs 0 for 2. A pair of ground outs on his ledger so far. Left hand hitter facing the right hander Sardi. And the first pitch on the way. Fastball right down the middle. Strike one to start the sixth. Twelve outs away are the Packers from win number five in a row and win number 18 on the season. What, what a season, Mike. Check swing. And a peel down to third and another check swing that they call safe. So it's one on one. And Mike, talk about how they've done it, right? We talked about some of the errors tonight. A lot of the uh, unearned runs that the Packers have given up, but. There it's a strike right down the heart of the play. One and two. And the Packers can just hit and pitch. They can. I mean, we're talking about a team that's batting over 290, a team with an ERA just a hair over two. And, man, those are. Pretty close to video game 1-2 to on the ground to first. Montgomery fields. He'll race to the back and barely getting dabs at first. Montgomery took more time than he thought. And it was just able to step on the bag before dabs reach. He was hustling down the first base line. So, well, that a three unassisted. And then I'll bring out Trevor Warner. Oh, weird play there, Mike. Pitcher went to cover. Kind of looked like he was going to throw, but then took himself and really didn't put much hustle on it. Barely beat him to the bag, if he did, to be honest. One out. So Warner stands in 0 for 2, a ground on the flout. He had a three-run home run in the eighth inning of Tuesday's game to dead center field. Took it to the deepest part of the yard. And the pitch drifts outside, ball one to Warner. Stanford commit is Warner. Yeah, absolutely. Launched one dead center. This guy's got a real smooth swing. He's going to be a pleasure to watch at Stanford. Pitch misses upstairs. 2 0. Hayden Shot waits on deck for Walnut Creek. One out. We're in the sixth. And a 6 2 Healdsburg Prune Packer lead from Rec Park. Weather's jumped down to about 73 degrees. Sun beginning to set. Fielder playing deep, maybe a little PTSD from that last homer. And a big swing and a miss by Warner. Count goes to two and one. Infield playing deep. Swung on in. Fouled away right side out of play. Count goes to two and two on Trevor Warner. A couple of foul balls here, but good hacks. It's a really smooth swing he has. It's compact. It's flat through the zone, and there's a lot of time that that barrel's flat through the zone. I mean, it showed up in the hitting stats, but fundamentally, that's, it, it just, it, it's, it's beautiful to watch him swing the bat. Two balls, two strikes, one out. And now time is called. The plate Sardi had started his motion. And a late time call by the home plate umpire. So Warner steps out, takes a couple practice swings, and gets ready to dig back in. Two home runs, 14 driven in. 
2-2 pitch outside. So it'll kind of run full three and two on Werner. Just got rid of that one late, way outside there. Not even close, not the pitch he wanted. He's trying to find that outer part of the plate. Didn't get it. Three, two, one out. Pitch just missed outside. Schusler and Sardi both thought they had a strikeout, but Warner walks. He reaches base for the first time. That'll bring up Hayden's shot. Mike, that barely missed on that outside corner. Like we've said, that's maybe just the second pitch tonight, if at all. But it looks like he was on that corner or close to it. Just didn't quite get the call. Some has been calling the corner. Didn't get it there. First pitch to the left-handed hitting shot, misses low. 1-0. One for two is shot, a single and a ground out. Shot here batting from the left side. The third baseman pulled well over towards second base, giving up that line. Shortstop playing close to second. Second baseman also up the middle. And a big swing and a miss by a shot. Count evens up at 1-1. One one. Great pitch there. Sinking action right on the outside corner. Got him to swing straight over the top and through that. Good pitch by Sardi. One-one pitch on the way. Swung on and hit in the air down the left field line. Foul into the back or bullpen. Gun goes to one and two. Edward Sardi on the mound, University of Pennsylvania. Out on the West Coast. Infield clearly looking for the double play, playing the pull. Throw to first and getting back is Warner. Good move by Sardi there, was getting a pretty good lead. One, two pitch, runner goes, pitch up and away, throw to second base by Schusler. not in time, getting around the tag was Warner. Great swim move, diving in, lifting his left arm as he dove in and was able to avoid the tag by McMillan. So stolen base for Trevor Warner, now a 2-2 count on Hayden's shot. Talk about bang, bang, Mike. Good throw by the catch, a little bit to the left. Shortstop had to bring his arm around just a little bit and gave him just a second for, for Warner to get in there. 2-2 pitch, fouled away. We'll stay right here at 2-2. Two two. Third baseman playing well off third. If the runner decides to run, it could be a foot race to third. Runyon playing in that 5.5 hole on the left side as the 2-2 is again fouled away down the left field line. Bose giving chase in foul territory. He settles under it to make the catch. Holding at second is Warner. Shot retired on the foul out. And that'll bring out Dalton Mayshore, who's 0 for 2. A strikeout and a flyout on his ledger. Two outs, runner on second. Mike, as he said, it's the sixth. Friars are looking to get some runs on the board. It's six to two. They're getting pressure put on him. Sardi's been pitching well. Again, saved Hayes those two runs earlier and since then has been shut down. First pitch misses upstairs to Mayshore, one and zero. 
Of course, our sponsor of the game. Tonight we're recognizing Surface Art Countertops, family owned and operated in Healdsburg for 23 years and sponsoring the Healdsburg Food Pantry. Surface Art Countertops. 1-0 pitch on the way. Swung on, hit in the air, left center field, hit pretty well, but Lopez and Bost coming over, and it's Lopez making the catch and colliding in left center field is Bost to make the catch. Lopez caught it, and then Bost ran into him. Thankfully, they're both okay, and they're running off the field. Bost got up right away. So the out is made to end the, sixth, the top of the sixth. At the end of five innings to play, 6-2 Prune Packers here on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Bottom of the sixth from Healdsburg, 9-1-2, McMillan, Lopez, and Runyon. But the Packers up 6-2. And back out on the mound is Ryan Robinson for the Walnut Creek Crawdads. You have a leadoff double to Kimball Schusler in the bottom of the fifth and left him stranded. Home to provide another scoreless half as McMillan swings to the first pitch. It's in the air, right center field, coming in a shot. And that's going to drop for a base hit in right center field. So McMillan reaches for the third time tonight. Now to bring up Jesse Lopez. Nice piece of hitting by McMillan there. Able to take that pitch the other way. They were playing him the full. Third baseman was riding the line and pitch away. Takes it away. Ends himself up on first with a base hit. Acting again is that kind of second leadoff spot in the nine hole. Lopez tripled on a pair of runs in the third. Came around to score himself, and he swings at the first pitch and pops it up. Left side going out as a shortstop as Sparza coming in. The left fielder Brandell, and it's a Sparza making the catch in shadow left field for out number one. And that'll bring up Brayden Runyon. Runyon has reached base twice, walked and scored in the first, doubled home a run, and scored in the second. 
And reached on a fielder's choice in the fourth. So he's reached base all three times. First pitch on the way. Inside. Ball one. Big body player, six foot, 220. Strong build. Hitting in that two hole. Looking to do some damage here. One up pitch down the ground is short. This could be two. Esparza goes to second for one. Pamili in a first, two, a double play. Runyon grounds into the 6-4-3 DP to end the inning. No runs, no hits, nobody left. We're at the end of six innings of play. 6-2 Packers show on the Hillsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Starlin Castro, and they win it in the 14th. <laughs> Let the scrum begin. <laughs> he came into the game when Donaldson came out. And that is going to be a base hit, and the A's win it. Freiman, a walk-off against Mariano Rivera. The marathon comes to an end in the bottom of the 18th inning. Deep to left, back goes the left fielder. Walk-off winner. Jay Bruce the other way. Number 11, his 23rd career home run against Milwaukee, his fifth career walk-off, and a 4-3 Reds win. Payoff pitch, hit the first. Throw home, slide, safe, the Indians win it. Jason Kipnis drives home the game winner as Drew Stubbs. 5-5 five, five game. Line drive, base hit. We're in the seventh. Packers lead it 6-2. And Edward Sardi back out on the mound for the Prune Packers for his third inning of work. And he faces Zach Griffin, the catcher. 8-9-1 for the Crawdads. And a big swing and a miss by Griffin. 0-1. Oh, Griffin 0-1. Oh he struck out in the third, walked in the fourth. Was left stranded. And Dylan's experienced this for the first time. The sun is coming down, and it's right in our eyes. Yeah, I've played here, Mike, but... That one's hit in the air, center field hit pretty well. Lopez going back, still going back, and that ball is gone! Wow! Zach Griffin goes to dead center field, a solo shot, and it makes it six to three. And that's the second straight game at Rec Park that a crawdad hitter has taken a ball deep to center field, the deepest part of the yard. So Griffin goes deep, and it makes it six three, uh, six three Packers. Yeah, he got all of that one. It's funny, I was just about to compliment Sardi staying on the edges of the plate. Good movement, that first pitch up in the zone. Got him swing through it, but man, right there. At the knees, good fastball, but just gets absolutely turned on and hits straight over the pitcher's head, dead center field. And it, it was it was jumped on by Lopez. Nothing, just left the yard. And so run outside, ball one. Two, Sammy Esparza is 0 for 1. He walked and scored in the third, flew out in the fourth. 
Crawdads trying to jump on the comeback trail. So pitch misses inside, 2-0. And a big swing and a miss by Esparza. Count goes to two and one. Yeah, he really swung through that one there. That was, he, he was looking fastball. Got way out in front there. Totally out of control. And the pitch misses three and one. Jake Brandell waits on deck for the Walnut Creek Crawdads. 3-1 pitch on the way. And that pitch misses low, ball four. So Esparza walks for the second time. And then I bring up Randell. Out of the dugout is Joey Gomes. Hasn't made a move yet. Entire infield will converge at the mound. Packers lead at 6-3. We're in the seventh. Mike, you were, as you were saying, this sun is dropping in, in left field, straight at the plate. I'm getting all of it in my eyes, as are you. And, and, and so are a couple of these players. Left-handed batters might get a glare here. That might have, you know, they're going to have to deal with it. But that's dropping in, and it is, man, right there. Mm -hmm. Catchers probably have a little bit of a harder time seeing a ball coming from left field. So you take that into account moving forward. But... Still sunny, still light, but it's dropping in right in those catcher's eyes, right to his left, right down the line. So Brandell stands in, one for three. Popped out to Runyon in the first, had a two-run home run in the third, and struck out looking in the fifth. First pitch misses inside, ball one to Brandell. Griffin led off the inning with a home run and a walk to Esparza. Crawdads have the tying run in the on-deck circle. 1-0 is in there for a strike. One ball and one strike. See if Esparza gets jumpy over there first. Two stolen base attempts on the season. One for two. Down by three. See if they're trying to get him going. Maybe a hit and run. Put him in motion. Swung on hit on the ground down the third baseline. Foul. Sound like a broken bat, and Brandell will get a new piece of lumber. Yeah, I second that, Mike. That one gave it a little there. A little too much noise on the hands. Brandell has his new bat, but it's behind the count one and two. And the Crawdads trail in the game 6-3. Sardi gave up the walk, but is ahead here now, one and two. Pitch on the way. Swung on and hit in the air, left center field. Boast and Lopez going over. It's Lopez making the play in left center field. For the first out, a big out for... Edward Sardi, and going back to first is Esparza. And then I'll bring up Anthony Pamelia. Good, again, routine play, but executed perfectly out there in center by Lopez. Took a sec, right? 
came in slowly, put himself in a position to throw right at first and second, read the runner, made a great throw in, and he got an out there. He's played great defense all day. He's made that diving play. He's read all of the balls that have come his way super well. No errors on the season. Just an anchor out there in center field. Familia stands in and takes a breaking ball up high for ball one. He got his first step bat in the fifth, grounds out to Runyon at third. Came in defensively for Seth Darter at second base. So he's getting his second at bat of the night. Good lead over at first, first Barzun. Hit on the ground to short, past the, the glove of McMillan into center field. And Mike. McMillan there short. He's got a laser hit at him to the glove side. And he gave a little bit of an lay there. He didn't quite take the time to hit in front of that. He's probably got a slide, get his body in there. Maybe drop to a knee, but tried to be a little flashy, get a double play, but ball gets right underneath his glove. It kind of dived on the soft earth. It just looked a little soft today. A little wet, but that ball just died underneath his glove. I'm not sure how they're going to score that, but ball was hit hard and up the middle. Runners on first and second. They have scored that a hit for Pamelia. There you go. Now bringing up Diego Muniz, who's the tying run. And he takes outside ball one. Muniz, 0 for 2, a pair of pop-outs. He's also walked. Muniz does have a pair of home runs on the air, so has the power to tie this ball game. That one's lined into right center field. Nager giving chase. He'll make the play for out number two. Heading back to second, Esparza. Back to first, Pomelia. Two are retired. And then I'll bring up Chase Dabbs. Yeah, no attempt to tag. Ball to left field, short left. Too risky. Both runners halfway and went back. So good job of keeping runners where they are and out of. Keep two runners at a scoring position instead of just one. Dabbs hits one on the ground in the second. Target fields, throws the first in time to end the inning. Sardi gets out of trouble. No runs, two, uh, one run on two hits and two left. And at the end of six and a half innings of play, we're time to stretch at Rec Park. Six to three Packers here on the Healdsburg Prune Packer Radio Network. to get him to scamper home. Two on, two out, 10th inning. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher. not going 3-2 and Correa hits this one out in the right center field and that one's going to get down for a base hit. Altuve is on his way to third base and Altuve around third and coming home. Here's a throw to the plate by Gregorius. It's dropped by Sanchez. Altuve scores and the Astros win it 2-1. Carlos Correa the hero. 
Swung on, banged to third. Down the line it goes. Fair ball. Base hit into the corner. Here comes Jackson. The Indians win it. And on the 10th pitch of the at-bat, he banged a single down the third baseline. And the Indians, in one of the most improbable comebacks in Indians playoff history. If the Giants win, that game's at 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific. A drive to right. And the Giants will win tonight. Here's Crawford with the winning run. And San Francisco survives to see another day. Another payoff. And Martin on the ground. Andrews makes a play, goes to second out there, throw to first. Oh, and what a play. But here comes a runner. Austin Bose will lead things off for the Prim Packers. We're in the bottom of the seventh. And the Packers leading six to three. New pitcher is Walker Sander for the Crawdads. Six foot three, 200 pound right hander out of Texas A&M University making his third appearance of the season. He's 0-1 with a three ERA. Six innings pitch is allowed eight hits. Walked two, struck out seven. And Austin Bose, the another Texas A&M product, swings at the first pitch and fouls it away right side. 0-1. That's fun, huh, Mike? Little A and M matchup right here. Boast. One for three. Pair of RBIs on the night. Up and in. That got Boast. That clipped him. Looked like on the backhand. So he's going to reach first. So Boast will reach, and I'll bring Brian Targic. The new pitcher in two pitches <clears throat> allows a base runner. Not exactly what he wanted there, but. So he bounces back against Jordan Thompson. So Boast on first, targets at the plate. And takes up and away, ball one. Targets singled home a run in the first, struck out in the second, and grounded out to Esparza short in the fourth. Switch hitter batting left, the pitch. Outside, 2-0. Oh. Yeah. 2-0. Oh. There's a strike right down the heart of the plate. 2-1 the count. 4 p.m. first pitch tomorrow, the final game of this four-game set at St. Mary's College. Packers have taken the first two and are six outs away from taking the first three as the throw over to first. Both stay able to dive back in. Hopefully they'll be going for the sweep and then a couple of non-league matchups this weekend with the Bay Area Force coming back to town on Saturday. It'll be 6 p.m. first pitch and then the Santa Rosa Athletics on Sunday at 5 p.m. first pitch. Two on pitch up and in, three and one on targets. Montgomery, the lefty batting, they're playing the pull a little bit. They're getting pulled a little bit off the line, but playing true. They're tight up the middle here with, with a runner on first. Trying to, a little too obviously, see what they can do. Pitch outside, ball four, targets walks. That'll move Boast up to second. Excuse me about that target. Then I'm bringing up Kimball Schusler. One for three, a pair of strikeouts doubled in the fifth. They actually lead off the fifth with a double and was left stranded. 
just missed a home run last time, Mike, by just a matter of feet on that left on that uh, left field short porch there. Just missed it. Got a double out of it. Add to the slugging percentage. Two on, nobody out for Hillsburg looking to add some insurance runs. Xander sets. First pitch is in the dirt, ball one. With no outs right here. Schuessler's looking to do what he did last time. Just really get all of a pitch. Get some insurance there after the home run. Close game, three run game. Let's see what he can do. 1 0 pitch. Inside, 2 0. Schuessler ahead in the count. It's the fourth or fifth time he's missed pretty well in against the righty. Hit the leadoff man inside on the hands. And still missing on that side of the plate right now, 2 0. Schuessler swings and hits one in the air to right. Hit pretty well. Shot going back. Still going back. He makes the play just shy of the track. Tagging is Bose from second. He'll go to third. Holding out first is Targich. So Schuessler retired. He's now one for four. And then Abraham Torn Montgomery. Mike hit the ball hard there. Opposite field. Good piece of hitting. Waited for that outside pitch to get a little deeper in the zone. He took it the other way, but not quite enough on it. Advances the runner, though, with no outs. Still a productive out. Double play is, is in motion with that first and third situation. But better than a strikeout or a pop-up. Montgomery stands in two for three. A pair of singles to score to run. Targets goes. Pitching in the air. Left field. Hit pretty well. Brandel going back. Still going back. And catch you later, baseball. Yes. It's gone. There was a signal for a home run. Maybe it's not. It looks like it got stuck in the fence. Umpire at second put his arm up. Thought he was singling home run, but it looks like the ball got stuck out there in left center field. And they're going to call it a ground wall double with the ball getting stuck in the fence. So one run scores, that'll be both. It's an RBI double for Toyn Montgomery. Going to third is Targich. Makes it 7-3 Hillsburg, and that'll bring up Seth Nigger. yard there, in, in, you know, in that cove almost, and it's like he got stuck in, in the fence underneath the football goal post, out there in that section of the yard. Ground will double, hands up. Seth Nager stands in, second and third, one out, and he takes the pitch outside, ball one. Gold Sox have tied the Potters in the third inning, 3-3 is the score up at Calusa Casino Stadium. And the pitch outside, 2-0 on Seth Nager. Nager 0 for 3, a ground out, a strikeout, and a pop out to his ledger so far. Looking for a productive A-B right here in field in. Swings and pops this one up. Left side, will it stay in play? It will not. As giving chase was Warner. So come goes 2-1 on Seth Nager. Third baseman read that a little late. That was probably a catchable ball, but got there a little late, bounced off from the top of the dugout that's set in the ground. Top of the dugout's about waist high off of where the field of play is, and he just wasn't able to get there. 
Nanka swings and pops it up again. Foul territory, left side. Warner giving chase near the Packer dugout. Now he loses it. And the ball drops. Esparza and Warner were giving chase. That's the second time Warner has overran a ball in foul territory, and a ball is dropped. So Nager's going to get another chance with the 2-2 count. Uh, that's really surprising. That's two pop-ups. He's dropped at third base. I mean, he's, he's just flat overran. He's been at third base and jumped about 45 feet up, and they both just drop behind his head. 2-2 pitch. Swinging a foul over toward the Packer dugout. Real weak hack there by Nager, just looking to stay alive. Again, infield in, one out, second and third. Nager's trying to put something in the air here. Swinging a line drive, base hit right field. Target scores, Montgomery will be held at third. RBI single for Seth Nager makes it 8-3, Hillsburg. Nice piece of hitting by Nager there. Off-speed pitch, just able to barrel it up with that infield in. There were a lot of holes for him to drive it through, and he didn't overswing there with two strikes. He really didn't. He just got on that pitch and pulled it right through the gap. Great piece of hitting to drive in a run. And that brings Brent Cummings out of the dugout on his way to the mound, and he will make a move as Xander gives it up two runs, and he's still got two more on the base paths. And we'll tell you who the new pitcher is right after this here on the Hillsburg Broom Packer Radio Network. turned a lot of double plays. Oh, there's a drive to deep left field and the ball game is over. Ishikawa hits one in the right. The Giants win the pennant. Two out hit. 
Blake McDonald will stand in against the new pitcher. Joshua Sanders, making his third appearance of the season, hasn't given up an earned run in two innings. That's about three hits, struck out three. No walks. McDonald stands in, runners at the corners, one out. He takes the first pitch inside, ball one, one and oh. Throwing the ball hard, has good breaking stuff. Tight break on his breaking ball, and here it's two runners, first and third. See if he can get out of it here. One ball pitch. Check swing, but it's in the dirt. Two and oh. McDonald 0 for three. Strikeout, fly out, and a ground out. McDonald, the Santa Rosa prospect. Infield's playing up the middle, looking to get a fly ball and score that run. A little more insurance for the Packers here. 2 0, chopped into the Packer dugout. Two and one the count. Joey Gomes' Prune Packers have done a good job tonight of moving runners over to situational hitting. Seen it from Nager, we've seen it from Lopez, but a lot of these guys are coming up with timely line drives tonight. 2-1 pitch, runner goes, pitch is lined to left field, coming in Brandell to make the catch, Montgomery's going to tag, the throw's going to go back to first, they're going to double up Nager as he was running on the pitch to end the inning, and the inning is over. So for the Packers, two runs on two hits, and they leave one. And at the end of seven innings of play, 8-3 Packers here on the Hiltzburg Prune Packer Radio Network. Owen Hamilton, the new pitcher for the Prune Packers, as we at the top of the eighth inning. The Packers lead it. Eight to three, and the new pitcher is Owen Hamilton, making his third appearance of the season. In three innings pitch, he's allowed three hits, walked three, struck out four, and is, has no decisions on the year, but has a three ERA. Last pitch last Saturday against the West Coast Kings, going two innings, allowing 
One hit, no runs, walked one, struck out two, and faced nine batters. And he has a first pitch strike to start the eighth inning to Trevor Warner. Warner's 0 for 2, a ground out and a fly out, and it's also walked. 0-1 pitch on the way. And pitch misses low, one ball at one strike. 6-1, 2 is Owen Hamilton. UMBC, University of Maryland at Baltimore. And I remember them. Chop foul. Count goes to one and two. I remember UMBC from a little basketball run they went on in college basketball. Mike, I know you're uh, real close to the game over there, too. So that was. Did they make it to the Sweet 16 that year? I think so. That was, yeah, I mean, that was the year that was at 16, but I think they won, yeah, right? The 15, they got. They were, yeah, yeah, they were so. 16 seed, they beat Virginia. Yeah. Yep. Probably the biggest upset in the history of college basketball as the pitch misses outside. Two and two. Certainly the biggest upset in NCAA tournament history. I'm sure it's probably some sort of non-conference victory that was probably a bigger upset in terms of college basketball history. As the 2-2 pitch misses outside, count run full, three and two on Warner. Hamilton out on the West Coast, originally out of College of Marin in Northern California in Marin County, and is now out on the East Coast. So far, 3-2. 3-2 pitch on the way. Inside ball four, Warner will walk. Yeah, Mike, that bitch just got away from him. I missed inside. Batter did a little jump his hips out of the way there, but just that, that one just got away from him. Did, didn't quite get that one anywhere near he wanted it. So one of the bigger upsets in college basketball history. Col in 1997, College of Charleston, 75, Maryland, 66. That's the pitch misses outside to Hayden Shout, 1-0. He's 1-for-3, a single, a ground out, and a fly out. Nice single from Shot earlier. He'll remember that one after the game. 1-0 pitch is outside 2-0. Hamilton having trouble finding the zone. That had Warner on a 1-2 count. Ended up walking him. Now it goes 2-0 on shot. Swinging a foul back to the screen. Count goes 2-1. Gold Sox have taken a 4-3 lead over the Lincoln Potters. Game being played at Calusa Casino Stadium in Potters. And just starting 8-0, have fallen on hard times. Now just 15-15. and 15. We'll Talk about a slide there, Mike. Really came out of the gate hot. Wasn't playing top-tier competition, but did come out of the gate hot. And really have slid since then. Winning only about 1-3 since. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch. Swing and a pop-up. Shallow center field, McMillan underneath it. He'll make the catch. Going back to first is Warner. So shot retired on the pop-out. And now ring up Dalton Mayshore. Mayshore, 0 for 3, a strikeout and a pair of flyouts. 
Otters after tonight will host the Novato Knicks for a three-game set at McBean Stadium. First pitch, breaking ball, check swing. He did not go. Pitch missed below the zone, 1-0. And Nayshore, 5'10", buck 95. Throw over to first and diving back is Warner. It's actually a really good move. There was no tag applied, but the runner had to dive in and scramble a little bit there. Not playing on first, looking to lean here. There's a strike from Hamilton, 1-1. First baseman's not on the bag over there at first. Making the pickoff move, a tough one to get an out on, obviously doing this to put himself in a better defensive position. Must not think the runner's a threat. Swung on a line in the left field, past the dive of Runyon for a base hit for Mayshore. Going up to second is Warner. So Dol Mayshore, it's his first hit of the night. Warner's on first and second, one out for the Cardinals. And I'll bring up Zach Griffin. Griffin homered over the center field wall in the seventh. Yeah, he did. Got all of that one. So back to the Potters and start eight no. Their April Fools tweet had said break that the <laughs> Potters were ruled ineligible for the CCL state championship because they were quote too good. Of course it's an April Fools joke as Griffin takes a strike on one. And uh, you know that you know what they call that? Karma. CCL's official statement that this is what the tweet says. As the pitch is hit in the air to left, Boast is there, he makes the catch. I'll let you know the tweet in a minute. Two are retired. And that'll bring up Sammy Esparza. So the tweet says, breaking, the CCL baseball has ruled the Potters ineligible for the 2021 CCL state championship August 4 through 6 in Lincoln, California. The CCL's official statement declared the Potters roster as being, quote, too good and unfair to other teams in the league. Well, they're a 500 team, and the Packers are 17-2, and two, so. Yeah, Mike, real ballsy move there by the social media guy over at the... Uh... <laughs> There's a <laughs> strike. To out a tweet like that, man, and to slide after that, like you said, that's the, uh, that's the baseball gods coming get, back around. And yeah, it's, a, and it's April Fool's, but not something that I would do. It really was an April Fool's because they must have been fooling themselves with that tweet, huh? Or 15 and 15, so. Yeah. You're telling me we're watching a team that's 17 and 2, up by five runs and four, four outs away from me, 18 and 2, and there's a strike. Kevin was 1 and 2 on Esparza. Mike, we talked a little bit about it earlier. I mean, Crawdad's third baseman dropped two pop flies. A little bit of skeptical defense over there, but as far as the shorts play good defense tonight. Pitch outside. Both runners went, so they'll move up to second and third easily. Count goes Hell two and Count goes two and two on Esparza. Pitch was gonna be outside. Even if Schusler had caught that, no chance he would have gotten either of the runners. So two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on, we're in the eighth. 8-3, the Packers lead it. Now the pitch inside, and we'll count and run full 3-2. Got a base to play with here, but got a righty-on-righty -righty matchup. 
Oh, he wants to get a challenge down in the zone, maybe see if he can get a ground out or a strikeout here. Get out of this jam with second and third. 3-2. Breaking ball, swing and a miss, strike three. Esparza down looking to end the inning. No runs on one hit and two left. And at the end of seven and a half innings to play, eight to three Packers here on the Hillsburg Broom Packer Radio Network. This game ends with an obstruction call. This game ends 5-4 because of that right there. Behind on the count, 3-1. That's a base hit. Red Sox win it. This series tied in a game apiece. to right. That's a fair ball in the corner, and the St. Louis Cardinals are going to win game one. As Uihara is a strike-throwing machine. In the air, right center field. Let's get a chance. Hit Cespedes will score, and the Oakland A's walk off with game two of the ALDS. Bottom of the eighth, Ian McMillan will leave things off. The Packers up eight to three. McMillan has reached base all three times. He takes a pitch in the dirt. What a note. So, Dylan, I asked you before the game to pick your favorite walk up song. You know, I've been listening to all got a few chances to. To get them through, and the audience might have just heard it there, but. And that one's hit in the air, center field. Mayshore going back a couple steps to make the catch for out number one. Well, you're going to hear a new one because we're going to have a pinch hitter with Logan Douglas. So Douglas stands and he's hitting for Jesse Lopez. Yeah, Mike, to answer your question, though, I think I got to go back actually one up. That was what we were listening to. Ian McMillan. Ian McMillan. And he, had, he I couldn't name the song. I think it was like a Travis Scott Drake type thing. It was upbeat, but it got me amped up to watch it. So I'm, I'm going. I'm going McMillan. All right. Douglas swings the first pitch and fouls it away. 0 and 1. Logan Douglas, actually, a player I've experienced playing against. A number of years, him and I battled. Sonoma County. Had illuminated. Oh, one pitch on the way. Swung in a line into center field for a base hit. With that base hit, you see why I'm in the booth and he's still on the field. <laughs> so we'll have another pinch hitter and Blake Piveroff, left-hand hitter. This is probably one of my favorite walk-up songs, Piveroff. Okay. So Piveroff stands in with one out. He's hitting for Braden Runyon. 
Neverhoff, left-handed hitter. And he takes a pitch inside, ball one. Got two ASU lefties on this team, Mike. You got you got Nager here. You got, you know, you got P P Piveroff. And, and they both are kind of tall, 6'1", skinny, similar stance. Pitch outside, two balls and no strikes on Piveroff. Shortstop playing, a little bit up, second baseman deep. Pivroff at 156, a homer and two RBIs. That one's lined into left center field. Up's going to get down for a base hit, split the gap, and go all the way to the wall. Douglas will round third. He will score easily. Pivroff rounding second on his way to third. He will make it with a stand up triple. The ball goes into the Packer dugout, and Pivroff is going to score. The throw from the shortstop, Esparza, was wide of Warner. And Piveroff will get the RBI triple, and he will score to make it 10-3 Packers. Yeah, Mike, this pitcher's got good stuff. That had a little bit of cutting action, but righty on lefty right, that's going into his hands. He did a good job of taking that pitch the other way. Now, the center fielder and the right fielder were shading the gap. The center fielder was a good 15, 20 feet right of that line down the middle, so he had to run for that. He had no chance and had to really go run it down. He got into third stand-up. They still made the throw, and as Mike said, straight into the dugout and was able to score. You call it a triple, and triple in an air there, and just a really good piece of hitting. I mean, that ended up rolling like, a low, uh, like, like the leadoff hit to the fence. Both fouls it back to the screen. He was up the count at one and one, so he's Triple for Pivroff, and an RBI triple, and an error by the shortstop Esparza. The second error of the night for the Walnut Creek Crawdads. Sanders winds and deals, pitches outside. Two balls and a strike. Three hits, three runs on six hits, two errors for the Crawdads. Ten runs on 12 hits, no errors for the Packers. And the 1 1 pitch in there for a strike. Make it. Two balls and two strikes on Austin Bost. Sanders, just a nice pitch there. Caught the outside corner. He's throwing hard. He has good breaking stuff, but well-located fastball. One-two pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Bost down on strikes. Came back at him with the same pitch. Couldn't handle it the first time. Gave another dose of it. Couldn't handle it the second time. Sent it back to the dugout. Let him bring up Ryan Targich. Targic, one for three, a ground out, a strikeout, and an RBI single. He walked and scored in the seventh. And Targic takes a strike right down the heart of the plate, 0-1. Watching the switch hitter, always fun. Get to see flip-flop around. He's facing the righty on the left side of the plate right now. Good hit earlier tonight for him. Swinging a chopper to the right side, fielded by Dabs at first. He'll win the race to the bag to end the inning. For the Packers, two runs on two hits and nobody left. And at the end of eight innings of play, 10 to three Packers here on the Healdsburg Prim Packer Radio Network. Three, two, and a drive hit deep to left field. Looking up, way back, it's gone.
scoring position. That was third in the American League. Creswell sent it into right field, a base hit. Seth Smith's coming around, and the Oakland A's will live another day. Game five is tomorrow. Since being in the bullpen. Morgan White, the new pitcher, first time he has not faced the Potters this year. All three appearances have came against the Lincoln Potters twice in Lincoln, but tonight he's on the mound to try and get the final three outs against the Walnut Creek Crawdads. As the Packers lead 10-3, looking to win the series. And he's first pitch swinging is Jake Brandell, and he fouls it out of play. Strike one, White. And his fourth appearance has thrown five innings, allowed just one hit, no runs. Walked two and struck out nine last pitched against the Potters on Sunday. Impressive stats there, Mike. There's a guy that throws straight over the top with heat. Very pitches uh, low, ball one. Direct motion over the top to the plate and has has a good curveball with a little bit of bite to the side as well as is that fastball that really does have life on it. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way. And there's a fastball just a bit low. Two balls. And one strike, Brandell is one for four. Popped out in the first, homered in the third, struck out looking in the fifth, and flew out in the seventh. White winds and deals, swing and a miss. Count leaving up at two and two on Brandell. Catcher, a little bit of a blunder there. Thought it was strike three, ended up throwing down to third. A little early. Gets Blake Piffer off a smile down at third base. <laughs> and it's, gets a laugh out of the entire Packer dugout. Takes three in this league. And the pitch in the dirt. Count runs full three and two. Schusler able to block it. 4 p.m. first pitch tomorrow at St. Mary's College. The Packers and the Crawdads. And the pitch outside, ball four, so Brandell walks. Lead off runner for the Crawdads, and that'll bring up Anthony Pamelia. 
Wonder if that's a baseball god situation coming in after that throw down to third. May never know, but runner on first. Let's see what the 6-3 right-hander can do. First pitch in there for a strike to LJ uh, to Anthony Pamelia, excuse me. I was looking at a video of LJ McDonough on Twitter at Prune Packers. Go follow us. We would love it and appreciate it. Thank oh, you. Oh, one pitch is low. One ball and one strike to Pamelia. Came in. He came in in the fifth. He's one for two in his two at bats. A ground out and a single. That single was back in the seventh. He was left stranded. Yeah. Came in in the middle of the game, but so far has been pretty productive. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way, swing and a miss. Count goes to one and two on Pamelia. That's classic Ched, Mike. That's just hard heat up. Couldn't catch up to it. Formula is old as time. The other Packer now in the game is Logan Douglas. He's in right, and that moves Seth Nager from right to center. Up and away and behind, Pamelia goes all the way to the backstop. Throw to second base by Schusler, not in time. Going to second is Brandell, and the count goes to two and two on Pamelia. Similar issue with the throwdown that was safe last time. Schusler's got that cannon of an arm back there. I mean, good pop time, really good arm, and is, is has just missed the throw a little bit left, and Crawdads have snuck in there safe twice tonight. 2-2 two -two pitch. Inside, count runs full three and two on Familia. So 4 p.m. first pitch tom tomorrow, 6 p.m. first pitch on Saturday against the Bay Area Force, 5 p.m. on Sunday against the Santa Rosa Athletics, and then an off day Monday. Three, two pitch, misses low ball, four back-to-back -back walks to start the ninth by White. Mike, we're at home on Saturday against the Athletics? We are. Sunday. 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 Santa that's Rosa right. Fourth of July game. That'll be great. Rec Park on Fourth of July. You can count on me being here. You know Mike will be here. Joe Gums was telling me uh, that it's the tradition that dress in red, white, and blue for the players and coaches, and we encourage the fans to do so as well. Kind of play with the theme of. Fourth of July as the first pitch is up and in, ball one. And now I got my Team USA hat from the World Baseball Classic not too long back, so I'll be wearing that. Uh, Mr. Cool Guy to the left of me, I don't have such a cool hat. I will be wearing <laughs> a normal USA hat. No, that'll be that'll be a good time. That theme night, that'll be fun. Have a good crowd out here. It's a midday thing. That's that's just that's a recipe for a good time. 2-0 on Muniz, who used 0 for 3. Pair of pop-outs a fly, and he's also walked. Two O's on the outside corner for a strike. I don't think Muniz thought so, but nonetheless, I, the count's two and one. I didn't think so either. I thought that was a little bit outside. That's all right. He's been calling that corner. We've talked about it tonight. A little bit of a gift there. He's been struggling with his command right now, and that, that got over the corner of the plate. Two on pitch upstairs, three and one, so... Way White behind. is in danger of loading the bases on three straight walks. Cardat's cleanup hitter on deck and Chase Dabs. Three-one pitch on the way. Big swing to miss by Muniz, and the count runs full three and two. 
The hard-throwing righty getting that one in on the hands. It was a strike, got swung at. And similar to the high heat situation that he's been a little bit successful with, just got that one past and blew it by him. Full count pitch, swing and a pop-up right side out of play. We'll stay at three and two. White playing his ball at Seattle University, originally from Everett, Washington. His father, Brent, is a football player at Washington State, home of the Cougars. Now the full count pitch is low ball four, so the bases are loaded on three straight walks by Morgan Wyatt, and that'll cause Schusley to take a visit from the mound. And Frustration in the third base dugout by Joey Gomes. So bases are loaded. Nobody out in the ninth. It's 10-3 Healdsburg. Mike, as you said earlier, I mean, you listed the stats. No, has not allowed a run yet. Really strikes out players well. He's played well against the Potters, the only team he's pitched against. But here, really struggling to start this one. Dabs 0 for, 0 for 4, three ground, uh, four ground outs on his ledger. All to the right side. First pitch misses low, ball one. Get some disagreement from the Packers dugout. He's hit the ball to the right side all four times. I throw a little shift on as the pitch is in there for a strike. I was thinking the same thing, Mike. I'm looking at the outfield. I'm looking at the infield. He's got an open stance. He's stepping early on everything. He's pulled everything tonight. Not a single person's moved. 1-1 one, one pitch. There's a strike. 1-2. and two. Maybe White has found it. As the count's now 1-2 and two on Dabs. With this kind of lead, seven run lead, you gotta play for outs, of course. But even then, you gotta shift the second baseman over a little. One, two, fouled away left side, and we'll stay at one and two. The outfield tonight for the Packers has played very well. No errors, uh, very typical, but very good defense. They play straight up. The Crawdads have shifted a lot out there. Swing and a miss, strike three. Dabs down on strikes, a big strikeout for Morgan White for the first down in the ninth inning. And then I'll bring up Trevor Warner. But Gomes has kept his team pretty centered across the defensive uh, side this evening and not really been moving too many people around. Warner stands in, 0 for 2. Ground out and a fly out is walked twice. Wonder hit a three-run home run on Tuesday's game. It's a dead center field, and this time he takes a strike on the inside corner, 0-1. In this series, Mike, we've uh, recently seen this Crawdad team take two to just that dead center, right over center fielder's head. 0-1 pitch on the way. There's a strike on the outside corner, quickly 0-2. I'd say Morgan White's found it now. I'd agree. He was struggling with that command. Bases are loaded, but coming off that K, he's got this guy 0-2, and he's found that inside part of the zone with that heat, a little bit of movement on it, and that, that's really served him well this, this at-bat. 0-2 pitch on the way. Upstairs, one ball and two strikes. It's a good waste pitch. It's too high. It's not where you want a waste pitch. Obviously, you want to keep it in the zone, make sure that the eye level is still relevant. You throw it up that high, you're not getting really much done. It's it's all right, but not where he wanted that one. See if he comes back down in the zone after the high fastball. One-two pitch on the way, swing and a foul right side. It will stay at one and two, out of play. He's lucky that one wasn't really hit hard. That was actually a breaking ball that caught a little bit too much of the plate. 
28 was playing defense and just took a defensive hack, able to foul it off to the opposite field. But that was a hanger. One-two pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Morgan White after walking the bases loaded. And that'll bring up Hayden Schott. Mike, I'm getting some. Brian Wilson kind of load him up and knock him down. Almost a little stressful out here right now, but two strikeouts, one out away. Pitch outside, Schuessler able to snag it, 1-0. Shot, one for four. Ground out in the second, singled in the fourth. Flew out to Boston left in the sixth and popped out to McMillan at short in the eighth. Left-hand hitter, ahead in the count, 1-0. Pitch outside, two balls. And no strikes. Next time, the Crawdads will be in town. It'll be the second of a two-game series, July 8th and 9th. July 9th will be here at Rec Park. July 8th at St. Mary's College in Moraga. I got a nice field down there, Mike. 2-0. Outside, 3-0. One more bad one. And a run will come in. I like his attitude out on the mound right now. It's 3-0. He's got the bases loaded, and the catcher says something too. He just smiles on the back of the mound. He's got the confidence up there right now. He's not stressed out. He's going to make a pitch. He makes that pitch, and it's a strike, three and one. In between the 4th of July game with the Athletics and the sec next time we see the Crawdads after Friday will be a two-game set with the Fresno Athletics. Three-one pitch, outside ball four. Shot walks, brings home a run. Fourth walk of the inning for White. Give shot an RBI. And that'll bring up Dalton Mayshore. Yeah, White wasn't pleased with that one. Said a little something to himself after that, but still looking composed on the mound. It's the first run he's allowed this season. And a pinch hitter, Jordan Thompson, will hit for Mayshore. Thompson, usually the crawdad leadoff hitter, was not in the lineup tonight. And he swings and misses at the first pitcher of White. Oh, and one. Thompson at 206. No homers, four RBIs. Good pitch there by White. He's started a lot of his batters off with that fastball that comes in hard here. Went to the breaking ball to lead off the at bat and got a swing through. Thompson had an RBI double in last night's game. Breaking ball in the dirt. One ball and one strike. Thompson out of Texas A&M University, 5'10", 165-pound right-handed hitter. Got to imagine he's looking to get ahead. Can't walk another guy here. One ball, one strike pitch. There's a strike on the outside corner. And the Crawdads are down to their final strike, and the crowd will begin to make some noise. Great pitch on the outside there to get him to two strikes. Found it, and the crowd's getting into it. Here we go, one strike away from a Packer win. One, two, pitch, swing, and a miss, strike three. Thompson, down out strikes. Morgan White ends up striking out the side in the ninth inning, but gives up his first earned run of the season. But the Packers win their fifth straight game. They win this one 10 to four over the Walnut Creek Crawdads. They've taken the first three of this four game series, and they'll look to complete the sweep tomorrow afternoon when the Packers travel to St. Mary's College for a 4 p.m. first pitch against the Walnut Creek Crawdads. They win their 18th game of the year to move to 18 and two on the season. Spencer Hines started off the game, pitched well. Edward Sardi came in, gave 
A solid outing out of the bullpen. Three in the third innings. Owen Hamilton gave us a scoreless eighth, and Morgan White comes in and shuts the door in the ninth to finish off the victory. For Dylan Cattengill, I am Michael Bearwell saying so long from Rec Park. Once again, the final score, the Prune Packers 10 and the Crawdads 4.